0: This is a Project Humanoid production. Swam out. You are listening to Cheesesteak Suplix. I am the man of the thousand names, Jackson Wells. And with me, as always is the chief and he's only the chief because i call him quimby bp burke i'm at the head of the laptop right i am the chief you're he's on top of the laptop i'm at the top of the laptop right remember when people used to call them laptops? laptops yeah <laughs> yeah uh so before we get into the show uh let's tell people how to how to know us and and, and ask us things and tease us and make fun of us you can email us at yeah.
1: cheesesteak. I, I was thinking, do I was thinking, do we have the other email? We do, right? You you still have access to it? Yeah, I do, but I don't. Oh, uh you can email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Or or international object at gmail.com. What were you saying? Inish? International object at gmail.com. Yes. In in, gmail. yeah. Uh this is how I'm gonna talk now. Please
0: don't do that. Um and all forms of uh social media, we're there hmm well by three all, of them by all forms i mean yeah, i was gonna say yeah. that i was gonna clarify by all forms i mean three because we're not on like tumblr or anything is, is that even i place? was gonna say is that even we're a not thing on anymore? snapchat we're not, we're on, not on tiktok P- pinterest we're not on we're I, not on i'm Live actually Journal. on i'm on pinterest are you yeah i i have my own personal pinterest page because oh, right, right, i good. like to you i like plug it no oh. no i don't i don't want to do that because then people will be like oh really dude that's what you want in your bedroom it's none of your business. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, so look up cheesesteak suplex for everything. Email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Uh, and projecthumanoid.com, P-R-O-J-E-C-T-H-U-M-A-N-O-I-D dot C-O-M is where you could buy M-E-R-C-H. That's merch. Mm-hmm. I say merchandise, you say merchandise, doesn't matter, we say things differently. Merchandise. Uh,
1: so. So, uh, so do, do we say that this, the social media things, it's uh, at Cheesesteak Suplex on Facebook and well, we said Instagram, then this... it's at Philly Suplex on Twitter. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, just so you know. I, I know what you're adding to your Pinterest board tonight. Tell Andrew, me. After we get off the show. Tell me. Uh, pictures of independent wrestler Erica Lee, I think is going to be on your you have a new favorite wrestler, I think. i You're uh, smitten. I am smitten.
0: I am smitten. You uh,
1: wouldn't like her humor. She she makes excessive uh, uh excessive use of the words pee pee poo poo. But she's really cute though. She, she is. She's a she's really she, she's a very very talented wrestler. So... Yeah.
0: I don't care if she pee pee poo poos. Well, everybody pee pee poo poos. I don't but care. Everybody... She, I don't care if she has an excessive amount of pee pee poo poo she's, she's uh, at kiki qq she
1: she had this one promo i think it was for the women's super eight because she was in that and she's super great she was talking about how like she's gonna start taking things seriously and everything like that uh-huh and then you pan out and see that she's sitting on the toilet
0: while she's doing the promo all right i i, I like that i i can i can get behind that and i can get by uh, okay <laughs> all right so we're gonna start the show wait we just started the show we did we did uh but now we're gonna to jump to a segment we like to call
1: this week of Murder."
0: oh that's the wrong shit. show my bad it came from philly
1: it came from philly all right, we don't need to do
0: that uh. let's do it right let's let, let's let's respect this show i know you don't i know you don't like to respect this one because this is your your eighth favorite show out of it, seven out of four Oh, okay. We went that, for the
1: same joke, but I went for a little more subtle.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wait, four? I don't know how many shows you do. Three. You only do three? Yeah. This is my eighth favorite show out of three. Well, you did. You used to do four. You did. Yeah. Pedantic. cheese six. was seven. Murder My Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do um, Truth Behind Illusion. I do not.
1: <laughs> I do the Tornado Tag Podcast. I do Murder
0: My Dude. I do That's this right. show. That's right. Uh, it came from Philly.
1: Came That's from our segment.
0: Philly. This is a segment where we like to tell you where things started in Philly. Now, sometimes it pertains to things that started in Philly in America. So things that may may be a, a first, if you will, for America. But not necessarily the world. Maybe. Maybe not. Right. In this case, politics came yeah. from Philly libraries oh yeah definitely didn't start in philly as far as the, the lending library okay started in philadelphia mm-hmm. now other libraries will will make a clear well you know they they've been around since this time and that right. time uh but in 1731 the first lending library uh it, it starts in philadelphia
1: this is good information it reminds me that i have to renew my library registration
0: okay cool thank thank you thank uh you but but now, if if you want to look up, there's going to be other places that are, that are going to say so. Like if you look up oldest lending library, mm-hmm. um, one as we often do, one says, uh, the first public library opened uh in this in this time, or you know, or the first public library opened at that time, or uh, whatever. Uh, New England is is claiming that they're the first, mm-hmm. but all these different sites that i've looked at say philly hmm. um and the oldest continuous running library but let me let me get this right here mhm I lost i actually lost the page okay wait here it is uh the oldest here it is america's oldest public library in continuous service since 1743 is the darby free library in darby pennsylvania oh it came from right outside of Philly. Well, no, no, no the 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 lending the first lending oh, library okay. was, was you know started in Philly, yeah. but uh but yeah so Darby which is where we we shared a zip code with, yeah with Darby we did so if you don't know I grew up in Philadelphia me Jackson Wells uh and I then moved to a town called Collingdale which is in the suburbs of Philly and Collingdale shares a zip code with Darby Darby's actually the town where W C Fields is born um and bp burke over here also lived in collingdale i did and that's how we met and we had the zip code of one i know two three and so the yeah america's oldest public library in continuous service since 1743 is the uh, darby free library so there you go that is this week's it came from philly
1: it came from philly philly oh what a world what a world
0: okay oh sorry i mean no, no that's fine so, uh
1: it's funny i was talking about delco um over the weekend yeah there was a, a, uh I was at a wrestling show on saturday <clears throat> yeah i was at a ppw open season in broadheadsville pennsylvania sure fun times sure sure
0: and um well, we could. We, you want to you want to save that for the wrestling portion?
1: Okay. Uh, it's, this doesn't really have a lot. A whole lot to do with wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I didn't see a lot of the show. Actually, I saw one match. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was backstage doing backstage stuff most of the time. Right. And what, the one match I saw, one of the guys in it was this guy Griffin
0: McCoy. I never. You seen were backstage smudging Black Sage because you are a black mage. Uh, I am and, I and I, you, I have a
1: lot of uh damage spells. I'm not much of a healer. Right. I that, I can't do status effects, but I can I can deal damage. That's your
0: main thing on a truth behind illusion. Yes. Cuz you're really big into magic. I am. Yeah. The gathering. I was going to say you yeah. gather with yeah. Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I the know. black mage. Yeah. Uh Andy Hedder's probably going to be more of like a uh, a battle mage. He's a metal mage, a metal mage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In the Metal Militia. Right, yeah. Um, oh, God, no. Tony oh. can be the Red Mage. Okay. And then I guess Kelly will be the Cleric. Sure. Why not?
0: You just gave her, like, the most boring-sounding thing. It's the most important job on the team. It's the healer. Is that what a Cleric is? Yeah, the White Mage I, Oh, the see, I, I didn't know that. It just sounds like she's, like, fucking working at the public library. No, no, not like clerical. She's, she's like. at the First Lending she's Library. filing, yeah. She's yeah. a lot of filing. Right. She's it's an like, important job. Somebody's going to. You know build. who she is? She's she's the lady that sits at the desk. Pastas. Yeah, Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's, that's what you just gave her.
1: Uh, no, a cleric okay. in in like Dungeons and Dragons uh, or RPGs okay. is See, usually the healer,
0: right? Um. So what happened was I I didn't grow up as a nerd, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It became one later. I became one later. Yeah. yeah so I didn't.
1: I didn't really play a lot of D anD. D I didn't play much D and D at all, but I played like RPGs. Like I played a lot of Final Fantasy. I played a lot of those type we, of
0: things. I didn't play it, but then remember we watched that show. Oh, uh, Harmon Quest, Harmon Quest, yeah, and that was fantastic. That got me like watching that was like holy shit! I can get into this stuff because mm-hmm. I understand how how important it was to eighties, you know, pop culture and shit. Yeah, uh, with you know Stranger Things and all the stuff, and I I I've always not always but as probably from the my teens on right. i was like oh that's just kind of cool i just never understood it you know yeah all right so so what did you want to talk about about uh,
1: oh so yeah this, this this one wrestler was like uh they were talking about something and, and going somewhere and we're like oh where are you from and he's like uh oh you probably wouldn't hear it like I'm uh, right outside of philly you probably wouldn't know it. like try me and he's like lower marion like <laughs> oh okay i'm from delco uh, and he's like oh really he's like yeah i'm from the bad part uh, he's like and he goes
0: what ridley I'm like dude i aspired to ridley <laughs> we aspired listen, to ridley. Hey, hey listen yeah. listen when i moved from collingdale to fucking Folsom which is directly which is, outside of ridley yeah, yeah it's right next to ridley it was like we're rich now yeah you
1: you in the moving van you played uh moving on up from the jeffersons <laughs> hey dude Hey, hey
0: dude we had a curfew on our fucking street. <laughs> yes, our street was there so were, bad. There were stabbings. They <laughs> shot cops. <There> were <laughs> no, the, a cop thing is shot on our street. Not on our he street. got shot
1: across the street, okay? Sorry, by Pat's. Yeah, by Pat's Pizza.
0: By Pat's Pizza. Yeah.
1: Um, you fucking... <laughs> and if they were going to shoot a cop, they picked the right fucking cop to shoot. Yeah, seriously. Yeah they shot the cop everyone hated
0: yeah not, and he became the chief of police too yeah i don't think he is anymore uh, who gives a shit he was yeah. a fucking jerk off he was a jerk off my dad was friends with him he was a fucking jerk off because my you know, remember my dad was friends with the judge yeah i could dude i was untouchable <laughs> like i i didn't get in trouble i'm gonna be honest i didn't get in trouble but my dad was really good friends with with the judge and then my dad would oversee all the kids that would do all the community service and shit right yeah i remember that because there were girls like that i went to school with and I would come home and they were like in my room. Oh, because I don't know if, Well, you remember this, but my house was like the hangout spot. Mm-hmm. Like I would have like 20, 30 fucking kids hanging out in my bedroom, like smoking weed, just hanging out. Right. And just randomly, there would be people in my house. Yeah. Like all the time. But there, there were like, there's really weird shit. Like I would come home and there's like, look, this is the 90s. Race is, is still kind of like yeah you know we're, there was there were there was racist shit happening but look it's Philly or outside of Philly at this point um so there are, there's still tension you know yes um but but people are friends one of my best friends in high school was Leon yep. a, a black kid Leon and anyway so I come home from school one day and you know the story I've told this story before uh not on this show but I come home and I walk in and there's a black kid sitting at my kitchen table. And I stop and my mom's and I look at my mom and I look back at the black kid and I look at my mom and I go, who's that? And she goes, I don't know. And I go, what do you you mean you don't know? And she goes, I don't know. I was outside talking to him and I said, you hungry, hon? And he said, yeah. And I say, come on in. And I fed him. And I'm like, oh, my God, mom, you're not Italian. (laughs) Like, we just can't feed everybody. You know what I mean? But she does. Like, she would do that. I actually talked to my son about this last night because it was it was kind of like a, I was like, how are you going to trust something like the Bible from like 2,000 years ago? Right. When people can't get facts from fucking less than 30 years ago, right? Uh, somebody, we had a neighbor that lived across the street. She would send her husband, well, first of all, she would feed her kids uh, uh, cereal for dinner. Then she would send her husband, she would send them up to bed and send her husband down to Wawa to get fucking ice cream. Mm-hmm. And she was super cheap and all this stuff. Well, anyway, happens. she she's on Facebook. No, dude, like bad. Like, I don't think your mom would ever fucking tell anybody to go to bed so she can feed other people. Maybe I don't know. No, no, she wouldn't. Do but, that. but, but anyway, anything she would go to bed hungry so people could eat. There, there, you go. Right. So and that's what I loved about your mom. You know. Um. So so fucking anyway. This this lady, okay, that would send her kids to bed, uh, was on Facebook. This is obviously many years later, and. It was like, write something about the, you know, like a good memory of me. And somebody was like, I remember that you would give people the clothes off your back and you would feed anybody in the neighborhood and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? (sighs) Like, that's my mom, motherfucker. My mom's the one that did that. My mom's the one that fucking fed Charlie across the street and Mr. and Mrs. Conway and the fucking other neighbors across the street that I don't remember their names. And whoever. You know that. Mm -hmm. My mom would fucking feed everybody. Yes. My mom would make, excuse me, like 30 fucking pounds of mashed potatoes for every fucking meal. What are you having? A sandwich and 30 pounds of mashed potatoes. I'm going to throw a little teaser
1: out here. You can hear more about the mashed potatoes on this recently released episode of Murder, My Dude.
0: Correct. Uh, So anyway. And I'm saying I'm like, it's funny how like this person is literally attributing whatever my mom did to somebody else right. and this is less than fucking 30 you know years at this point is probably 25 years well i remember that's one of the arguments they made on that show
1: penn and teller's bullshit <clears throat> okay they were talking about the bible right right and they were like yeah if you look at there are these two cookbooks about elvis and we we know elvis existed there is video of elvis uh there is a lot written about elvis and people firsthand that knew elvis yeah and there were two different cookbooks that had two completely different recipes for Elvis's favorite fried chicken, right it's like we can't get that right, but we think we got stuff from two thousand years ago, right,
0: especially things that got like lost in translation yeah. and then and then people are these scholars that they understand it better than you and they get to change their definition and then like you'll see people will put memes out like uh it'll be like you know the 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 bible you know changes or God, man changes but god's word doesn't or some shit like that and it's like you mean that you're cherry picking and you just don't want it to mean what it meant well it literally changed from latin and aramaic to english <clears> so no but yeah. they, they mean the, the the actual message that like meaning like so you're saying we should stone people to death right that's what i'm saying like because when people and we are, shouldn't eat pork or or figs. wear clothes of mixed fibers yeah. and, and stuff like that right like it's just so silly cherry pick all you want dude but i don't like your book you know i'm just gonna wear clothes of one fiber from now on but i am Valore. and i'm gonna wear nothing and, then, and you're gonna eat fiber one
1: yeah Valore and fiber that's and, me for the rest of the the rest of my days bl- blueberry morning yes i love that series. i uh uh but, but I'm gonna i wear velour track suits it's because it's not 2002 anymore i'm gonna be on team angle it's gonna be amazing yeah
0: but anyway, uh, I'm level-headed, dude. I'm I'm very level-headed. I always say that about you. Yeah, well, I don't I don't get mad about stuff like yeah, that. You never, know what I mean? Ever. Uh, all right. So, w- are you are you good with what you wanted to talk about with? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, I was just gonna bring okay. up
1: that that whole good Dalco bag Dalco story. Okay.
0: All right. Good, because I I, I want to get on to something. I have a couple things that I want to get on to, and then we'll get into the wrestling portion later. So. I don't know what time this is in the in the show. Uh, I don't know how well, far. The time's right there on the on the TV. No, I know what time it is here. Oh, okay. but I mean, like as far as in the show, what are, what are, what are we clocking it at? Twenty minutes, half uh, hour.
1: If you look on the the bar at the top of the, I, I don't have my it... glasses. Oh, there.
0: we are at seventeen minutes. of oh, change. That's not bad. Okay, so um, we'll let you know when when it's time to do wrestling, uh, and then you know. So I wish that we could do it now. We'll we'll probably put a timestamp in. Later. Like if you just want to get to the wrestling. Yeah, I'll
1: totally do a timestamp. Wink wink, 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 wink.
0: See. see? Mur- I, I murder I, my
1: dude, you fucking you put every I, I don't timestamp murder my dude at all.
0: You don't do that? No. 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 What's wrong with that?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I always assume people are like me, they don't read the the
0: description of a Everybody podcast. reads the description, oh. dude. Everybody does. I do it too especially on uh I love it on YouTube because people will go it's like they're meticulous with all the yeah. timestamps.
1: Well, YouTube. You can integrate it into like the thing. Actually, you click on the timestamp and it takes you to that thing. I don't think many podcast things are like that.
0: No, 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 no. But but I do like to know where I could jump to because people will go through even podcasts that like uh like I'm gonna go back to Joe Rogan. Uh, I don't listen to him anymore. I haven't in a while, but when I did, you would go to to like his YouTube uh, page. I th- this is like when he was on YouTube because mm-hmm. I don't think he's on it. On... anyway. <clears throat> so somebody would go through and be like, this happens at this time. This happens at that time. You're welcome. You yeah. Know?
1: You, yeah. I know in the comment section of YouTube, you can timestamp. And then if you click on the
0: time, stamp, no, like people you. would go through is what I'm saying. Oh, fans okay. would go through and then write out a whole thing of like, right. Wh- when like, Oh, you're looking for this particular moment. If you'd like to do that listener, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Less work for me. <laughs> right. But anyway, all right, let's uh, let's let's get on with this. I'm going to need you to uh, match my energy here, okay? Okay. Uh, on this foreseeable emotional roller coaster, I will do it. Uh, Comprenez-vous? Yeah. S'il vous plaît? Uh, I don't see anything, dude. I don't have my glasses on. Wait oui. oui. Why don't I just say please? Oui. I don't know. Oui. Oui. I like how uh, Poirot says way. I say Poirot. Yeah. But uh, all right, I am an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I get happy. I get sad uh disgusted surprised i know i come off as an alpha male sometimes um i, I probably in the vein of like a brock lesnar type uh, i always
1: i always get you and brock lesnar confused i know we're, we're like batman yeah
0: um uh, very her- heroic and brave and handsome mm-hmm. but i am human and i fear things oh okay and sometimes when i'm trying to be in my fields uh and just ride that wave i get interrupted um and um it's a it's a big peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. It's a big, big peeve. Like sometimes you just like you're just chilling and you're like listening to a song, you're like, ah, all right. And then like a door will open. You're like, fuck, man. Like, it's just killing the fucking vibe right now. But you can't help it because people gotta live. You know what I mean? Um, but but I, I get this like rush of anger and it takes over. Um but I'm normally level-headed, you know? Uh and and my level of happiness um and uh, i don't know it's it just it, it it like it just goes it goes crazy um so I, I go from like this normal level-headed high iq handsome rich yeah like batman with a butler and right cars in the basement those are your
1: kids that's not a butler that's your that's your youngest son
0: okay well why does he have a mustache he's getting older all right uh, I go from that to, like, The Incredible Hulk. I go from DC to Marvel in, like, a split second. What are you, Ryan Reynolds?
1: I don't I don't get the reference. He Is was Green S- Lantern, and now he's Deadpool. He went from DC to
0: Marvel. Oh, man. What? Ryan Reynolds? You had a, couldn't you go Chris Evans? Who was he in DC? He was Chris- two Marvel guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was two Marvel guys. Yeah, that's so right. I couldn't go Chris Evans. No, you, you're right. You couldn't. Wow, was it was Ryan Reynolds the only? No. I he, think
1: other people have done it. Yeah. Was well, just, so, oh, yeah. Affleck. But he did it the other way. He went Marvel to DC. He went Daredevil to
0: Batman. Actually, he went... No. No. Oh. He went DC to Marvel to DC. Oh. Who, who did he play first? Superman. And what? Hollywood Land. Oh, George Reeves. He played Superman. Okay. Well, he played George Reeves. He played Superman. It counts. He was in the costume. All right. Yeah. Well, there, there you have it. He was... And that was before Daredevil, yeah, I think so. Are you, I don't think I don't think it was. Oh, I, you, I, you might be right. You're gonna have to look that up. I will. On with your your thing. Uh, okay. Well, I would like uh, less interruptions, though. Okay. I'm just giving you a peek behind the curtain of like who I am. I'm. Oh, I know who you. are. Displeasure. I am feeling lots of displeasure when you do that. I, I told you before in the other show, I'm going to start throwing yellow cards mm-hmm. at you. Um, but I am a happy, level-headed guy. I like my fun, and I never fight. I can't dance. You can't and talk? And stay uptight. Oh. No, I can talk. All thing about you is what you off. Displeasure. I'm just going to say displeasure every time you do this. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel displeasure? Yes. Okay. I'm feeling it right now. Displeasure. Such a fine and natural sight, everybody was dancing in the moonlight. Do you you understand? Yes. That song? I do. Do you know the song?
1: Yeah. I always say there should have been a uh, late night talk show
0: with Ted Danson called Dancing in the Moonlight. That's right. You did say that. So Dancing in the Moonlight is a song by King Harvest, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those songs where you don't know what the song means but you think you know what the song means so dancing in the moonlight seemed it, it sounds almost self-explanatory you're dancing everybody's happy you know just there's fun and they never fight uh but what happened was, was the guy that wrote the song was on a vacation and they were on this island, and his uh girlfriend got beat up and raped on this beach and what he does is he 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 takes what happened and he writes the opposite of it, like what I wish happened right, so the song means what it says, like everybody's dead but but that's not. It, it it's 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 a very it's very disingenuous because it's coming from a place of pain mm-hmm. when he's writing it and then there is um there was uh another uh another one and this is from an ar- uh, article from buzzfeed it's uh total eclipse of the heart yeah I, i'm familiar okay uh it's a love song but it was originally going to be called vampires in love Oh, still a love song. It's right in the title, but it, but it but it's a song originally a song about vampires. turn around every now and then I get a little bit lonely. kind of weird. And I want to drink your blood there's uh there's a whole article on BuzzFeed. it's uh sixteen songs that don't mean what you think they mean, so there's fourteen more of these, fourteen more, yeah, oh, okay, um, actually, I don't know if. Dancing in the moonlight's on that list. Oh.
1: Now that I think did it. Phil Collins see a guy rescue a guy from drowning and be like,
0: "Hey, I'm going to write the opposite of that." I don't know. I I'm going to be honest, I didn't go through the whole list. I didn't look through the whole list. I just wanted to pluck out one, and I plucked out The Total Eclipse of the Heart cuz I thought it was interesting that that it was going to be called Vampires in Love. Hmm. That you know, I um, know the
1: the one they always talk about was the Benny Mardones one
0: cuz people always think it's like super creepy yeah so that to the one, night <clears throat> that one was about a girl that used to walk his dog for him uh and i guess she was like attractive mm-hmm. and it was like a school morning and they were up all night it was him and his writing partner and uh she came to to walk the dog and i guess she had like little sisters or something like that and she saw them off the school or whatever and she uh, she you know was walking the dogs and uh, i don't know why she wasn't in school i think that it doesn't matter but the point is is she was walking the dog and the guy's like like oh man or something like that when she left like i guess because she's attractive right what, and he was like "Oh, dude, do leave her alone she's just 16 years old right and then went from there and then it went from there and and then people are kind of like uh yeah it's still creepy dude yeah it's still talking i think there's other songs like that like um
1: only sixteen. There's literally a song by Sam Cooke called "Yeah, Only 16
0: Because a lot of people at that point they didn't see it today. Like the way that they saw things back then. Like my mom was fourteen, dating a nineteen-year-old. Well, I think the, times the, t- times have changed. Yeah,
1: the Sam Cooke song I think is, if I'm remembering the lyrics right, about the guy singing the song is supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen too.
0: Sure, but 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 even people older, like, look, let's go back two thousand years ago. We we mentioned the Bible earlier. Let's go back then the age restriction didn't work like it does in 2021 we we go by law of the land and all that stuff today we we know no it's it's whatever i'm not gonna cancel the song just like i'm not gonna cancel baby it's cold outside i'm not gonna stop listening to it because i like it well you know it's gonna cancel baby it's cold outside uh the the, uh, summer global warming oh okay
1: um baby it's 70 degrees and it's fucking december is what it's gonna be called in, in 10 years
0: okay cool this is not fucking cold anymore um but but the thing is is that it wasn't like the, when she says say what's in this drink i think i don't think it was like she
1: was getting roofy. no i think it was like hey you you put a little something extra in there you put a little uh i think she was just asking you, what you put what? a little fireball in the eggnog yeah was, yeah yeah she probably knew it though you put a little fireball in the hot well you can taste it yeah yeah you put a little fireball say, in what's the hot a, chocolate
0: say what's in this drink you know yeah like if somebody's going "Ooh, what's what's this we we're like ah, fucking roofie, <laughs> <laughs> hypno. Yeah. Ever try it? Yeah. Um. But uh. But anyway, so uh, talking talking about sensitive songs like that, um, and 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 love and romance, um, and being sensitive, I like to listen to sensitive songs, uh, that deeply touch my vulnerable side. Okay,
1: I uh, I heard a I I saw a thing in my work today. I saw a person's name and it made me think of a song. Okay. Uh, the person's name uh, was, uh, oh, now I can't think of it. Oh, uh, Rhea, like R-H-E-A. Okay, like Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Yeah. Love. And it made me think of the song Real Love by Mary J. Blush. <laughs> I'm looking for real love. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You should have did that. They didn't answer the phone. Oh, damn it. Um, so the song that uh, I-, I was thinking about the other day, it was uh Sometimes When We Touch by Dan Hill. Do you mm. know the song? Yes, I do. Okay. Great song. Mm-hmm. Fantastic yeah. song. From my I believe 77. No. 70. 70- yeah, I think it was 77. It had to be. It didn't have to be, but I think it was. I know. I think, was. I think it was. I think it was 1977. Uh and when I hear these 70s and 80s love songs, I immediately think of supermarkets. Okay. Uh, oh, did- by the
1: way, still alive in Way again. Alive and kicking.
0: Waageddon is on this pleasure. this pleasure. This is exactly what I was talking about. I'm trying to throw out something here where I'm trying to be in my feelings and trying to like express and mm-hmm. then you have to interrupt with something that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, supermarkets made me think of it. This is what you do because you don't know how to feel love or real love or real love or real love. This is why she didn't answer, dude. yeah. This is why she didn't answer. And it's kind of like when Dan Hill called the girl that he was writing a song about. He was really into her. And uh, and he played the song and she was like, oh, dude, I just want to have sex with the CFL quarterback and Doug it, Flutie move. Was, was he around back in 1977? No, oh, okay. no, he he would have been later. Uh, so anyway, uh, so, so, go ahead. Tell me about the Whamageddon, again, then I'll get back into this. Okay.
1: The WAM again is it's it's. I know what it is. Yeah, it's something where you it's a little competition. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like the game if you've ever heard of the game. Yeah, he's a, he's a rapper, and you just no no. The I was game, listening to him a lot today, which everybody just I was lost.
0: I to Martians versus Goblins. No, no, not 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 the no three hundred bars game. and running.
1: Not not the rapper, the game, just the this game, the game, how the game. We do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no, the game, the game, not the rapper. Oh. It's
0: all about the game.
1: No, no. And how you it, play it? The game called the game. <laughs> not, not Triple H. No
0: yeah, uh, the cerebral assassin. It's not about him. No, it's not about. This is how we do. No, it's just the game. Which, wh- which one?
1: <laughs> it's a thing called the game. It's this concept of a game that everybody is playing all the time, and you lose by thinking about the game. So you just lost the game. Because you were, you thought about the game because I was talking about it, so you lost. What game, the game
0: did I lose though?
1: The game. What? Which one? The game where you try not to think about the game, and that's you win the game by not thinking about the game. But wait, every time wait, you think wait, about no, the game, wait, no, no, you no, no, doesn't it have to be a specific game? It's the game. The game. What's the game? The game is to not think about the game. Which, but what? Which game is it? It's a game called first base. It's a game called the game. I've never heard of this. And the object of the game, well, you've won up until now. But now you've lost because you think. Nah, that doesn't it.
0: count. That doesn't count because no, I don't. I don't know. Because you're just saying you thought of the game, so you lost. What the fuck? I don't know what the game is though. That, that, no, it's what, a what thought are, experiment. What are the rules of the game? The the rules
1: of the game, or it are if you don't think about the game, you win. If you nah, think about the game, uh, you, you lose. that's 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 a, f- that's a, a trap. Rules.
0: That's a fucking trap, dude. That's a trap. I didn't come up with the game. Nah, that's stupid. It's not even a real game. You you don't have rules. Are, are there dice? No die. No. There's no dice or die. No. Is there a rule set? Yes. What's the rule set? You can't think of ga- the game or you lose, right? Yes. That's 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 the rule. fucking stupid. So but we're... anyway, Wham!
1: is similar. That, that's a fucking game. It's a game where you try to go. That's a real game from December first. Yeah. To Christmas. Uh huh. Without without hearing Wham's version of Last Christmas. Right. You can hear a cover. Yeah. But if you hear
0: Wham's version of Last Christmas, you lose. You lose. I get it. That's a game. That's a real fucking game. That's some shit you have to just fucking walk into every store with headphones on. Yeah, which I usually do. That's rude. That's ru- You're so antisocial, dude. You are antisocial as fuck. Well, if I was there with people, I don't wear headphones. I, I did something that you would be shocked. What did you do? I ignored somebody today. Oh. I ignored somebody flat out ignored them. Okay, I had my headphones on and I was listening to the game. Literally, I was listening to the game. You weren't listening to the last Christmas. No, I was listening to the game and I'm walking down the street. I was going to the pharmacy and this older lady and I feel awful about this. This older lady was looking at me directly in my eyes and I see her mouth moving and I looked at her and I just kept walking. Okay, and I just kept walking and I go, why did I do that? I've literally never did that in forty-one fucking years. I've never just ignored somebody. I would say I'm sorry, not what, or I would take my headphones off and be like, "I'm sorry." What would you say, and then, and then if I, I like they were asking for something, I would be like, "No, I'm sorry, I can't help you" or whatever. But I've literally never ignored somebody yeah, like I that. Yeah, I try not
1: to do that either. I I, I usually can't ignore somebody. I, I won't. Ign- I won't usually spark the conversation. But once I'm in, I'm in.
0: Yeah. Well, I did. I fucking ignored it and I went on. But anyway, I'm not normally like that. I'm normally a really sensitive guy. Uh, and so, as I was saying, uh, sometimes what we touch uh, it was stuck in my head. And it reminds me of supermarkets like Gennardi. Just singular Gennardi? Do, do you.
1: Gennardi's. Okay. I think Gennardi is the Quebec version.
0: Right. Yeah. That's right. It was at Gennardi's, wasn't it? It had the. Uh, I believe it had the apostrophe. S. S, yeah. Yeah. They, so, they, they got bought up by like Safeway. Yeah, it was one of those local, like, chain grocery stores. So, the thing is with Gennarty's is you go to o- other supermarkets and they were kind of, like, you know, so, whatever. Some are nice, some are dingy, whatever. Gennarty's always seemed very clean and crisp. And, like, you'd walk in and it just felt nice and smelled nice. And, you have a little Gennarty party. Right, yeah. Uh, and it was it was on uh, Baltimore Pike, our, the one that... I Remember going to Now I didn't go to Gennardi's a lot. Was a little too hooy toity. Yeah,
1: I don't think I ever went to Gennardi's. We, we didn't have Gennardi's
0: money. But
1: we had save a lot money.
0: But right. I, and I I like save a lot. I did. I would get those Michelinas, those little yeah. fucking things, or we and then when Aldi opened up, we start going to Aldi. Not Aldi's, fuck you. Uh but it is Gennardi's. Yes, I believe it was Gennardi's, yeah. Right. Apostrophe. Uh, if Aldi's had a fucking pascha Fies, I'd be with everybody that says it. I said dude, literally, I was in Aldi. And some lady's on the phone, and she goes, I guess, and I swear on my fucking kids. She goes, I'm at Aldi's. And I go, Aldi. <laughs> just said Aldi. I just said like that. I just go, Aldi. Well, you, you've successfully ignored somebody.
1: Now, right. now, now your next step in your growth is to resist the urge to correct somebody.
0: No, I won't do that. Okay. No, I will, I will never fucking do that. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, I'm thinking of that, and I'm thinking of, of of different songs, like different love songs that I would think of, like when I think of the supermarket and and like just feeling romance. Do you ever feel romantic? Not especially. Are you a psychopath? I don't think. Or are so. Are you a sociopath? I don't think so. How have you never fucking been romantic ever in your life? Like, like I feel romance for things I know I'll never have. Like I'll watch movies right. and, I'll, and I'll and I'll be like, oh my god, she's so cute or she's so pretty or whatever, and I know I'll never have her. All right, but I still feel that romance. I know it's unattainable and whatever. Um, we brought up uh, an old friend of ours mm-hmm. that you went to dinner with. Actually, you went to dinner with two old friends, of yeah. of, of mine. Um, one was I, I went camping with. We hung out with. Mm-hmm. We a funny story. We uh, we <laughs> we went to. So his name is Mike. We used to call him Ogie. Uh, actually, Ogie became a character on one of our our, our old podcast too. Uh, because he was supposed to come up and do a show with us and he never did uh, for whatever reason i don't know what happened I, it was like I, a,
1: probably like a distance thing yeah and it people was get busy and shit yeah
0: and so uh so he never came and i was like well we need to fill because my you know ogi was supposed to be there so we did a thing and it was ogie's uh hockey and sports report and we played what was that
1: uh, the NBA on NBC theme.
0: Right. We played that is back when we didn't really care about using licensed music. No. Right. Yeah. A- and then I would go, ah, it's Ogie. I don't know why. I just start doing this. Right. Because it wasn't strong bad. Don't say that. Don't do that. Because your what's his face wasn't Coach Z. Ed Kramacki. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, he wasn't. He wasn't Coach Z. It just sounded a lot it like. It just sounded yeah. a lot like. So I would be like, Ogie. Ogie likes Genesee Cream Ale and Rocko's Modern Life, and it's like, all right, it does kind of sound like strong bad, but it was never intentional, right? Right. So anyway, Ogi, uh, that was the thing, and it wasn't really making fun of Ogi. Maybe it was, maybe it was like a little shot at Ogi. But I loved Mike. Uh, I was I for a while it was very close to him. I don't know. We just stopped talking. I guess like everybody you yeah, kind you drift of, apart, you drift you, apart. Yeah. But I, I always liked Mike. Um, he's a good guy. I, I may have had a falling out with him. Once I don't know, but I I can't remember ever like being like fuck that dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I always remember really liking. It. Anyway, so Mike came up one day and we we, we hung out. We watched a movie. Mm-hmm. We, what did we watch? Slackers.
1: Slackers. Yeah, I think. Yeah.
0: And then we went to the Chinese buffet, which we had a table. They yeah. knew us. We would come in and they would be like, <laughs> "Oh, here's your table," and uh, we were like. Yeah, thank you. You know, <laughs> and we had our fucking black suits that we didn't. So anyway, we went there, we we ate, and then we uh, at some point we went to a thrift store because I remember we bought sombreros. Yeah, and we were walking around the fucking town. We were walking around Collingdale with sombreros. On. Yeah. We only had two. We had to rotate sombreros. Yeah. We did because I remember my mom driving down the street, going, "What the fuck <laughs> is this?" And it was just these three fucking chubby dudes, fat dudes, whatever uh mike is probably the thinnest of us now he's the thinnest and then you're probably the second thinnest and i'm the fattest right uh and it was probably mike me you back then whatever things change uh but my mom was like what the fuck is this because you're just walking down the street wearing sombreros because why not yeah and then anyway so we were at the chinese buffet and a couple stores down from the chinese buffet was a gnc and we thought it was hilarious to to leave immediately <laughs> leave the buffet and go to the GNC and walk up and ask the guy working there if he has weight gainer. Yeah. So the guy, I remember the guy laughing yeah. like, "Okay, really, <laughs> dude, you need weight gainer?" <laughs> sure. Yeah. I thought it, that was fucking funny for like twenty-two year old kids. Yeah. You know, like if somebody did that today and put it on TikTok, they would get like a, th- a million views, right? Uh, but anyway, it was fun, man. And then like we, uh, I remember hanging out with Mike later. And we went camping together and we had to go to the bathrooms. Uh, it was because me and Mike shared a tent and somebody was supposed to share one with us. But then uh, actually there were four, like four of us mm-hmm. th- that went up. One dude slept in his trailer, even though he was going to stay because he didn't want to get dirty. Me and Mike stayed in the tent and the other dude slept in his car. So I, right. I guess we were the tough ones. <laughs> you roughed it. Yeah. 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 We roughed it in that fucking tent. Yeah. But uh, but I remember we were walking and uh we were walking to the bathroom. This was a little bit of a hike. And me and him cuz Mike was very like a, he was like a hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. you know. And I was too. I I've always been a hopeless romantic. And I remember we like talking I was talking about this girl that I just like had this thing for forever. Like I knew it could never be anything, but but I just remember that about Mike. I, I remember c- connecting with him on that level. Right. You know, and and then like I remember being in the same mindset about 2000 so that had to be about 2002 2003 Mm -hmm. and in about 2005 i guess four or five um it was that last house you were living in i remember being in a big mindset thing because i remember we walked over to the dollar store in sharon hill and i bought this like little like poem book or something right. like i was just saying this real fuck, but you've never been in that huh
1: i i'm not very sentimental i'm not very no. like I, I i i always it's always like i always say like some people wear their heart on
0: their sleeve i keep mine in my chest where it belongs do you remember when i start coming up with this uh this story about um i know i was setting it in boston for some reason and it was like it was like this hopeless romantic guy club thing mm-hmm. and it was like this this dude who wants love and he's like a serial dater and the whole thing like is like following this guy and he's you know he he date after date after date after date and then he just realizes that it it it's not like the girl it's him because he, he he's it's never seen his his love is like his thirst for love is never quenched, it's never satiated. He he just like he he likes to chase, right? He yeah. loves the idea of love, mm-hmm. and I think that it was based off of like right after the um, it was after the uh, the Red Sox one because mm-hmm. I think that that's why I I based because remember I was wearing a Red Sox hat a lot. Yeah. Um. Do you remember what it, what it, what we were calling it? No, I don't. Oh, fuck. It was like yeah, it was, it was something like that. But anyway. I've always been homeless a hope homeless I've always been a homeless romantic. Uh <laughs> hopeless romantic. Um and a homeless romantic too. Yeah. I, I guess I don't have my own home. I've never owned my own home. Uh but I've I've always been that and uh you know it comes and goes. Um but going back to the songs, um, when when I was thinking of that, uh sometimes when we touch, I, I start thinking of another song that I was I was uh, in love with and this takes me to something else Um, kind of like what I I was saying earlier where like there were songs that that have different meanings or they're not what you think they mean then there are songs that you hear but were actually covers of songs that were less famous yeah that happens quite a bit right so the one that I have in mind that uh, immediately came to mind after I was thinking sometimes when we touch was uh, Nothing's Gonna Change My Love For You by Glenn Med- uh, Medeiros, I believe his name was. I don't even know if I know this song. Uh, it's like, Nothing's Gonna Change My Love For You. You ought to know by now how much I love you. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. I'm uh, drawing a blank. Uh, if you Maybe if you heard it. But anyway, I loved it. Loved, I'm not going to sing it, but uh, damn it. Dude, I love that song. It came out. It. Uh, no, it came out when I was like seven. So yeah, like 1987. Smash hit, right? Mm-hmm. it, right? It was. It was a big hit um but actually in, in two in 1985 there was a version by a guy named George Benson same song mm-hmm. this guy sings it I think it becomes big over in uh in in the UK and then this Glenn Medeiros dude he I don't know whatever he does a cover for it. I guess there was some kind of thing happening in in uh in Hawaii cuz he's from Hawaii. I think he's of like Portuguese descent. But anyway, he does this like contesting and he covers the song and some guy hears it from like some record station and he takes it to like Arizona, I think or some shit like that. And then they 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 take this dude's cover and they start playing it and it becomes this fucking huge hit. Oh wow. Yeah. And then um And then there's a lot of songs like that. Uh, Respect by Aretha Franklin. Mm -hmm. Otis Redding, right? Yep, Otis Redding. I Love Rock and Roll. Joan Jett was uh, originally done by Alan Merrill. Oh, wow. Uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. It was originally done by Robert Hazard. Oh, wow. Those I did not know. And the one uh, everybody knows. Robert
1: Hazard. What everybody knows, I know where you're going here. Go ahead. I will always love you. Yep. Whitney Houston. Absolutely. Uh there's other uh Come on Feel the Noise by Quiet Riot. Was one like that.
0: Okay. Yeah. And and so there's a whole list of uh th- there's actually 30 on this list at Stacker.com. You can look up 30 pop songs you may not know are covers. So there you go. Uh what what one was I really uh just thinking of the other day?
1: Um because oh, I, it was on the way to wrestling. Uh I went to the wrestling show on uh, Saturday with Tony from uh, Tornado Tag Podcast, and we were talking about the Green Day concert we were at uh, earlier this year because me, Tony, and Tony's wife went to see uh, the Hella Mega Tour in Hershey, and Green that Day. That was uh, Weezer on that Weezer tour, right? Fall Out Boy and Green Day. Yeah, okay. And how many times have you seen Weezer now?
0: Three. Jeez. Jeezer. Jeezer. Creaser.
1: And so.
0: It's that old geezer Ebenezer. It's from uh, an episode, one of my favorite episodes of Scooby Doo, where they're uh, they're they're working as like riveters on mm-hmm. a building, and uh, there's this guy. It's like, it's that old geezer Ebenezer? I don't know. I it was always one of my favorites as a kid. I had it on VHS, and I'd watch it over and over and over and over. Did you ever do that with stuff? Just watch things over yeah. and over and over and over. And Gremlins, over. I did that with. Yeah, I would watch Young Frankenstein. I'd stop it and then I'd rewind it mm-hmm. and watch it again and again. And I did that with that. I did that. I think with Spaceballs. And I did that with Spaceballs too. My right. bodyguard. I, I okay. I did that with the movie UHF. And, and guess you know who's my my bodyguard? No, Adam Baldwin. Okay, you know who Adam Baldwin is right. I uh, G- gun yeah. nut. He's been criticizing Alec Baldwin. Not related, right? Uh, he was from the show. He was on the show Chuck. Yeah. He played like the kind of like the tackleberry esque mm-hmm. character, like the badass I think he was in um was he in one of those military movies in the eighties oh uh, he was animal mother wasn't he in Metal okay. jacket yeah I, yeah yeah i I like him, but he's a you know one of those guys, yeah, you know what I mean what was i talking about uh you
1: oh I didn't remember okay, uh the concert concert yeah, and um it was uh you know, we're talking about we the uh the, the the green day part of the concert because they did a cover of i think we're alone now okay and i'm like yeah that, that's one of those songs where the cover is pro not their cover but the other cover the tiffany cover is probably more famous now than the original yeah and the, the original like tommy james and the shondells or
0: something like that it may, it may be yeah there's a whole like i said on this on this uh list there's a whole lot i guess i could bring it up i i'm you know it's like I didn't want to go through thirty songs. Yeah, uh, we all
1: need to do all thirty. But yeah. but, but it's that interesting. I was in my head because I was just talking about it.
0: It's interesting. So, uh, uh, yeah, let, let me just throw out another "Twist and Shout" by the Beatles. Obviously, everybody knows that. Uh, "Blinded by the Light." mm Hmm. Um. Wow. It was originally a Bruce Springsteen song. Really? Oh wow! I did not know that. Hmm. Manfred Man, I know that. Yeah. But I didn't know Bruce Springsteen. did. What? Okay, that's crazy. Uh, let's see what else. Um, time is on my side. Rolling Stones. It was a Jerry Ragovoy. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, song originally. Uh, let's see, Killing Me Softly. That I know. Uh, wait, the Roberta Flack version was a cover,
1: or the Fugees. I knew the Fugees The Fugees, Fugees one. Yeah, Roberta Flack. That that one's pretty famous.
0: Uh, Charles Fox and Nor- Norman Gimbel wrote it in seventy one uh with some conceptual collaboration with Laurie Lieberman who first recorded it.
1: Oh okay, so flex version is isn't the original. Right. That used to happen a lot. Uh that would happen a whole lot.
0: tainted love by Soft Cell was originally uh, it was written by Ed Cobb for the band The Four Preps and re- uh first recorded by Gloria Jones in 64. Uh yeah, there's a lot of dancing in the moonlight. Mhm. Uh dancing in the moonlight if
1: everybody wants to take my million dollar talk show idea
0: king harvest originally wrote and performed this feel good hit song in 1972 however english rock band top loader catapulted the song into uh multi-platinum status with their popified organ forward version in 2000 so i actually didn't even know the top loader version I knew that uh, Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest. Right. I never heard the Top Loader one until, literally, literally until maybe like last year.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I didn't even hear the King Harvest one, I think, until Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Oh, you didn't know the song? I, I may up? have heard it like
1: on the radio before. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was like a song that was on heavy rotation for me.
0: Uh, another one, Red Red Wine. That I knew. You did know that? Yeah. Who originally did it? Uh, I don't know who originally did it, but I knew it wasn't UB-40. Okay, yeah, Neil Diamond. Oh, okay. He composed this mellow ballad in 1967. Uh, torn by Natalie and Bruglia. Dude, she was so fucking pretty, too. Mm-hmm. She was very, very, very attractive. Uh, this says Australian singer Natalie and Bruglia certainly made the song famous, but Scott Cutler, Anne Previn, and Phil Thornally fr- uh, first wrote it in 1993. Huh. Yeah that's crazy uh landslide by the dixie chicks uh hello i didn't even know they covered landslide (laughs) you mean landslide by the smashing pumpkins right
1: (laughs) hey wait a second uh hound dog by elvis presley yeah yeah a lot of those old songs were they would get passed around
0: right um dazed and confused by led zeppelin
1: led zeppelin just ripped everything off
0: well no, they usually rip things off and then made it their own, made yeah. it their own. This, it was just it was a it, cover. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: It says, J- uh, Jive Soul Bro by uh, Slick is a cover of Jive Ol' Foe. It actually by, was. By uh, Captain yeah. Chameleon. Yeah. A.K.A. David Wolf. Uh, Don't Turn Around by Ace of Base. Uh, Grab Them Cakes, also a
0: cover. Junkyard
1: Dog was not the original artist.
0: Yeah well anyway there's a whole lot here uh check it out that stacker.com article. gene oakland was not the first person to sing tutti frutti right correct
1: it was a guy named little richard it, that you may have may not have heard of
0: no i've heard of him oh yeah i don't i didn't i didn't know that that was up for uh not debate i don't know it doesn't matter okay uh, you want to get in plugs? You've mentioned, uh, you've mentioned you've mentioned the other yeah, show yeah, a yeah, thousand I've, times. I've, I've peppered, uh
1: I've peppered Of course there's Murder, my dude, and we, we did tease that earlier too. Uh and, and then Tornado Tech Podcast is a show I do off of the Project Humanoid family of podcasts. Uh that is
0: gonna be Thursdays. And stay tuned for seven more shows hosted by us, where we talk about lemons on one, and we're not we're, we're, we're not. But you know, I have been thinking. About maybe we should do a special every once in a while. Like I I know Tony brought it up. He'd said it before. And when I start to get into like things, because I, I love talking about like the etymology of things and history or things like that. And I'm like, and then you're like, oh, this just sounds like pedantic. It's like, yeah, I guess it is the pedantic portion of and I and so I'm trying to go away from that a little bit, but then I but then I I is this pedantic get, talking about the songs? Because I don't think so. I think it's just what we're talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. I think pedantic is gets more into the words, specifically words. Where this, we're not really getting into words like that. We're getting into the, you know, songs and different, like, behind-the-scenes things. Because next, you know, the next thing's probably not going to be about a song. Or songs, you know, at all, I don't think. Right.
1: Uh, so, yeah, it gets plug- plug-wise... Uh... Tornado Tag Podcast is on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. No idea what we're doing in the next episode because we're actually recording this before we do the next episode. And then we're going to be doing uh, another episode. Uh, but you can catch it live. I think the YouTube page is where they really want to, they're pushing like the the, uh, the live stuff. Uh, so just Tornado Tag Podcast on YouTube. IWEPNetwork.com would be the website. And social media, it's like Tornado Tag Podcast or Tornado Tag Pod um one or the other i think it might be pod on one or two other places
0: and yeah so you can you can uh check us out there and to give you a a preview of what we're doing uh on the next episode of cheesesteak suplex uh even before this one wraps up just to get it out there uh we're going to be talking about some old christmas memories some favorite christmas memories uh just things we like about christmas it's it'll be our christmas uh spectacular um Show and uh, and what are we doing for the wrestling part?
1: Uh, we're gonna be talking about some Christmas tie- tie-ins tie and wrestling. Uh, okay, just to tease some things. Obviously, we gonna be talking a little bit about Santa Claus. Okay, we might be talking about the Christmas creature. we might be talking about Christmas Star Wars in-, in Texas. I don't even know what the fuck
0: that is. I, <laughs> you I, said that to me yesterday, yeah, and I was like, I don't. I it was just a big like how
1: some places would do their super card on Thanksgiving, like Starcade. Okay, in world class in the Von Eric territory, they would do their super card on christmas and i think for a while they would call it christmas star wars
0: oh okay cool yeah so we'll do all that and uh yeah so so just uh just have your christmas memories you know queued up yes for uh for the next episode but this episode uh so we 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 did we talked about uh, all the music and stuff and now it's time to get on to our our wrestling portion and i'm gonna leave this to you because uh you you are uh you are like i'm a big fan of the show warehouse 13 mm-hmm. um i like archaeology i like bookkeeping and and uh artifacts i like, I like physical stuff like that uh wwe has the um it has the, the the warehouse yeah where they keep all that stuff you're like that with wrestling knowledge it, it's it's like your head's like a warehouse it's very big but it, it stores mm-hmm, a lot it of is. it stores a lot of stuff in there, like you have shit you remember shit and know shit that people just shouldn't know. This is why we came number two. I don't know what the fuck is in the heads of those people because I know <laughs> I always say this. I know a lot about wrestling. You know way more than I know about wrestling. uh I did get stumped on a question over the weekend though. Really? Yeah,
1: because like I said, uh me and and well, what,
0: what was the question just throw it out there uh who
1: wrestled in the first match of wcw thunder
0: wow yeah was it I, like I, buddy I parker know. or something no was it craig Pipple pitman no was it any kind of jobber like that
1: not not that you're thinking of it's somebody you would not think of for being in wcw okay and, okay, and okay. okay hold on think so it's like paul orndorff
0: star. no no because I don't really think... He's not—he's a guy that... We could th- sit
1: here for three hours, you're not going to get one of the guys. You'll get one of the guys, but you won't get the other guy. Okay. Alright, so give it to me then. It was Randy Savage. Okay. And Gentleman Chris Adams. Oh. Yeah. And Gentleman Chris Adams apparently won the match. Why? I don't know. Okay. Um, huh. No, because uh, we were talking with one of the wrestlers that was there, and uh, and Tony kind of puts me over, like, you're putting me over here, he's like... Yeah, he's a wrestling encyclopedian, and the wrestler's like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like going to put me to the test now," um, and he asked me, and "I'm like, I, I don't know," and he's like, uh, "And Tony's like, you, you know, the one for Nitro? I'm like, yeah, everybody knows that it's Lager and Pillman," um, but yeah, it was, it was, who was the? No, see,
0: he, see, here's the thing: mm-hmm. if you said it was the first match on Nitro, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Oh, now, sure. now I would because you just said it. Yeah, I'm very bad with remembering things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good with like maybe knowing names or like real names yeah. or like things like that. Like I, I redeemed myself afterward, but I, yeah, I got that first one. I, I know a lot about wrestling. Like I know a lot of things that people shouldn't know, mm-hmm. but stuff like that escapes me. Like it's that's why like I'm not great with trivia, right? Because a lot of stuff is like who wrestled in the third match of you know uh, WrestleMania four? You would know that you literally would know i'm trying to think i i might i i'm I'm gonna look that up
1: i'm gonna 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 guess Uh because i didn't see it live i did see the open i know the opening match the opening match was the battle royal i'm gonna say the third match at wrestlemania 4 was i'm gonna say it was dino bravo and don morocco and you're right holy <laughs> <laughs> <He's> shit yeah <laughs> and you're right and Holy it's stupid shit. and it's stupid that you know that and the second match was diviase and duggan correct and the opener was a battle royal that was won by bad news brown right okay And who did he eliminate the la- last elimination bret hart
0: yeah uh what was what was the fourth what was the fourth match sir? um
1: would that have been randy savage oh no 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 valentine and steamboat uh-huh and what was five <laughs> um was that Randy Savage Reed? Yep. Okay. What was six? <laughs> one man gang and bam bam? Yep. What was seven? Rick Roode and Jake Roberts? Oh my God. What was eight? <laughs> what was eight? No, now you're gonna lose me because now it's non-tournament matches, probably. Go ahead. What was it? Is it
0: Hogan and Andre? No. Is it um uh, you're already wrong because you said Hogan? That's the next one. Oh. Number eight is Ultimate Warrior and Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. Okay. Nine. Hogan and Andre. Yeah. Ten.
1: DiBiase in Morocco? Yep, 11. Savage and One-Man Gang? No. Oh, Savage and Valentine? Yes. Yeah, One-Man Gang got a buy. that's right.
0: <laughs> See? Why do you know that? It's a tournament. Uh, Brian, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tournament. Just what you for. Brian, you shouldn't know this.
1: I watched it before.
0: So did I, dude. <laughs> I watched it a lot.
1: Not a lot. It's one of the worst WrestleManias. Don't watch it. Twelve. Um, I'm just
0: going to stop, because you shouldn't know any of these, dude. Is it, is it uh It was Beefcake. Oh, Beefcake and Honky. But listen to me. And then... Listen to me, was dude. the next one he No, the next one would have Brian, been... you were five.
1: <laughs> I was No, four. no, no. Stop. You were five. I was four.
0: You, well, you were. You were literally... You I were aged four. with the
1: Wrestlemania, so
0: I, I, I didn't watch it live. I watched about The first Wrestlemania I saw live was six. First one I saw live that I can remember was three, yeah. because I saw it at the... It was where... Pontiac Silverdome? Yes. But but they they did it when closed you know clear, uh, close, close circuit, circuit. Yeah. and they had it in Atlantic City, I think at the Playboy Club. And my dad took me and I remember meeting Freddie Blassie. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was at that event that I met him. But anyway, I met Freddie Blassie, but uh yeah, we sat at tables and we watched it on his big screen. And yeah, it was I, I watched WrestleMania three in Atlantic City. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And then I think the next year it was actually at Atlantic City. Wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the, the four and five were in Atlantic City. The WrestleMania four. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Atlantic yeah, City. yeah. Uh, they uh, said uh, Trump Plaza was a boardwalk hall, which yeah, AW running soon.
0: Atlantic City Convention Hall. Why the fuck did I go to that? I was literally there the year before yeah. re- watching WrestleMania three, which is like the biggest WrestleMania, right? Isn't yeah. that the one that everybody always goes yeah, to because Hogan slams Andre? Hogan Andre, Andre yeah. It's, yeah, that one, I like... And I watched that shit. Mm-hmm. like So that stands out. I couldn't tell you any other fucking match from that one, dude. WrestleMania i three? Uh, I'm, this is what I'm saying. It's not that I'm dumb. Right. I just I have a really, really... You remember
1: really... a little something with uh, Randy Savage
0: or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? No, I do. I know that match, but I know it from other people talking about it. I I remember the opener in that match. What was that?
1: Uh, it was... Oh, uh... <laughs> it was uh, Bob Orton and Don Morocco. Yeah. Against the Can Am connection.
0: Okay. All right, let's look at the results of that. All right. So you have that. What's what was two? I uh, was it Billy
1: Jack Haynes and Hercules? Yes, it was. What was three? <laughs> was it the Bundy Hillbilly gym match with the midgets? Yeah. Uh number four. Uh I'm gonna run out. I'm gonna miss here because I don't remember the exact order. Yeah. Uh, well, the other one was kinda easier because if you remember the tournament. Uh four was it Harley Race and JYD. Y-
0: yes. Loser Must Battle match. Yes. Yeah. Uh number five.
1: I'm gonna lose it here. Um Can I have a hint? Oh, the uh the Russo brothers against the Dream Team. Now, the- <laughs> what was the hint that I just gave you? You, you act like you were waving a little flag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they're all American boys. Oh my god. It's the greatest theme uh, song ever. Uh what was what was six? Uh was that Savage Steamboat? No. Oh, okay. Yes, you got it wrong. <laughs> Roddy Piper. Oh, the uh Quote unquote retirement match the hair versus hair match. with Adrian Adonis, yeah. Yes. And number seven, my I hated him.
1: You hated him. Oh, I hated him. Uh, who did you hate? Who did you really hate?
0: I don't know. Around this time, dude, he was like, Oh, okay,
1: I got the match. I got the match. Yeah, it is a six man tag. <laughs> uh huh, <laughs> you're left because you know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it was uh. It was Tito Santana and the British Bulldogs against the Hart Foundation Uh and and Dangerous Danny Davis (laughs) at that wrestling show. I
0: I hated him the most. of Anybody.
1: There was a gimmick table and they had an autographed referee shirt they were selling that was signed by my dear close personal friend Earl Hebner and Dangerous Danny Davis.
0: Listen to me. I have this weird memory and I don't know how to describe it. All I remember is driving to this person's house with my dad maybe a friend was with me i remember specifically being on the highway uh at at one point driving and i literally saw honky-tonk man Mm -hmm. he was in the car he wrestled jake roberts
1: at wrestlemania 3
0: and and i i waved to him and he turned his fucking head and i was like fuck that guy (laughs) obviously you know whatever he was healing up but anyway i remember going to this dude's house okay and i don't know why but i associate this memory with dangerous danny davis and you i was drinking a you do you remember you i loved you dude i was drinking a fucking you and dangerous danny (laughs) davis was there not there but i I don't know i I don't know why i associate him. maybe i was watching it on tv around that time i just think of you i think of when i lived in jersey yeah so but but i'm in south philly at this time well i I live in south philly this house maybe was in the northeast i don't know where it is i remember it was a house i remember like a clothesline Drink remember headlock headlocking it again no a fucking actual clothes i'm with clothes oh. on it dude god everything's wrestling i thought this was the wrestling part of the show it, it is but yeah anyway uh it's it's ridiculous that, that you know this shit and that's why like when we do fucking trivia you're the one that gets like if it's names and shit it's like what's the real name of so-and-so i'm like oh okay this is where i i come in but you know it too so you don't even need me Anything that I know, you already know. I don't think that there's anything that I know that you don't know, but there's a lot you know that I don't fucking know, a lot, a lot. But I, I think that I know a way more than the average wrestling yeah. fan, mm-hmm. and so in my mind, that that you know counts for something. But like sure. triv- in trivia, you don't need me. You won our fucking thing. I,
1: <sighs> I uh yeah, second place, and it's still it still smarts me and. Luckily, they're running it back. We're going to be doing wrestling trivia again soon, and I uh, got to get the W here. I got to redeem myself.
0: Um, Okay, so before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes here, uh, I just want to uh, say uh, at this point, we just found out, I believe it was yesterday, that uh, Jimmy Rave passed away. Yeah. Uh, what was he 39? only oh, 39 yeah 39 years old yeah mm-hmm. he, he had some issues where he lost his legs and then he had a uh his legs amputated then he had an arm amputated Yeah, we he
1: got like MRSA or something
0: yeah that's that's what he says other people say it was something else and you know i know
1: he, he did have some issues with substance abuse that's, and things like that yeah
0: for, t- t- the way i look at it is like uh you know look it's not my not my business uh you know whatever I'm not going to judge the guy I felt really bad yeah as as somebody with diabetes I always fear like losing limbs you know Mm -hmm. um and so when you see somebody it's like it's like a fucking weird thing to me it's like what if I lost my fucking legs dude holy shit you know I'd be afraid of like falling down the stairs and stuff like that. Like if I did have my legs amputated. Right. Cause like, I, I don't know if I'd be able to control everything. Like what if I just toppled over? Mm-hmm. Like I think of like weird shit like that. What if the leg gets caught, you know, and you, you don't, cause you don't feel it. I, like I think of all these weird things and I'm like, all right, well maybe I could get around that. But like, what if I lost my legs and a fucking arm? You know, like, all right, mm-hmm. I have one arm. That's good. What if I lost both arms? Yeah. I, I, I would freak out. Like, you know i i I think of weird shit like that and and then he he dies and then it's like now i'm like well what's the cause of death like did he kill himself or did he just die of something else like i just start to and then i'm like it's none of my fucking business yeah (laughs) it's really none of my business how he died but i think i just get paranoid about that stuff you know it was
1: sad he had like a kid he had a kid he had oh uh, really yeah i think his kid was mainly with his ex-wife because he's from georgia I think his ex-wife and his, his daughter lived in Georgia. That's a shame, man. And he lived in Philly with uh, I, I, with who who was dating at the time.
0: And That's really sad, dude. Yeah, it's really sad. But he he was a pretty big star in the
1: indies in the early two thousands. He yeah, NWA Wildside was a big company in in in, in, Jimmy in the Ray, Atlanta Bluntworth. area, and and uh, so he was he was big there. He he wrestled a lot in Philly. He wrestled for CZW. We wrestled for Ring of Honor. I uh, had a big run in Ring of Honor. He had a few runs in Ring of Honor. He had a run with the Embassy. He was managed by Prince Nana. He had a run with the big thing with Ring of Honor. you know how they would throw streamers for people, right? Jimmy Rave was a heel, and they would throw toilet paper, okay, because they didn't like Jimmy Rave. He he wrestled for for uh, TNA for a while. Uh, the thing he's probably best known for nationally is the run with TNA because he had that team, the Rock and Rave infection, right? Which if he had Mercer, that's a horrible hardly ironic name yeah but uh it was him and uh, back then it was lance hoyt now he's lance archer in AEW, and they were managed by christy hemi and they'll come out like a rock band like christy hemi would like ad- announce something she was introing a rock band and they would come out with like guitar hero guitars because guitar hero was really r- and rock band were really big at the time but yeah so and then he did come back to ring of honor afterward in like 2013 he was part of uh the big heel faction at the time which was called scum Like, Kevin Steen was the leader, and Steve Carino was in it, and Jimmy Rave and a bunch of other people were in it. But, yeah, I I, I guess he fell on some hard times after that run was over, and he was actually supposed to be at a show. I was at uh, one of the local companies here around our area, Outbreak Wrestling. They were going to book a show where their champion, Cortez Castro, who you might know better as Ricky Reyes, he was supposed to defend against Jimmy Rave, and I think it was like day of the show. It was like, yeah, Jimmy Rave can't make it. This was this was just the beginning of 2020, so he may have even having problems at that point. And yeah, day of the show, it was like, yeah, Jimmy Rave can't make it in, so they had to do a a quick switch around. And I don't know if he ever wrestled again after that point. I know he he wrestled in. Uh, I think he wrestled in. He I'm gonna guess he might have done some GCW shows or Chikara, like King of Trios or something like that. Uh, just because a lot of guys in the area did. But yeah, horrible, horrible story.
0: Yeah. It's it's really sad, dude. It's really sad. I mean, especially being so young.
1: Yeah, 39. So young. That's incredibly young. Yeah.
0: You'll be 39 soon. So. I'll be 39 before I know it. Yeah. Yeah. I was already there. Yeah. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. I passed 39. So good. I'm good to go, man. I'm good to go. I'm going to be healthy for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, probably not. No. It's different for different people, yeah. So, all right. So, rest in peace, Jimmy Rave. Um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a shame, but uh, we're not gonna do the whole ten bell salute thing, but uh, but my condolences. Uh, not like to hear it, but uh, it's the thought that counts, I suppose. Uh, go to his 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 child and his whoever his his you know his loved ones, his friends. Uh, I I, I apparently liked Jimmy Rave at some point. Uh, I don't really remember, because I have a bad memory. Mm -hmm. I do. I have a really bad memory. And you said that I used to say, Jimmy Rave what what? Why? Yeah, I don't know why. You don't know why. Uh, And and, and it's probably been so long. It's kind of one of those, maybe it was like an inside thing, like, uh, like Undertaker Airlines. Yeah, that was always fun. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so we used to just yell Undertaker Airlines because somebody fucking wrote it in the chat room one day yeah i guess because because taker like he did that die it was yeah i can
1: this is where that my stupid memory is going to come into play here we go uh it was the wrestlemania where he wrestled mark henry in a casket match okay and he did the spot where he does like a basically a a dive over the top to the floor like the thing where he almost killed himself doing it against Shawn michaels a few years later because he his leg hit the ropes and he fell and i think somebody was supposed to catch him like jimmy snooker jr Somebody was supposed to catch him and they didn't okay um and so yeah somebody did that he f- did that flying thing in the chat room so we put undertaker airlines and everybody just started making fun of it right anytime somebody would jump off the top rope like kurt angle airlines or whoever did their thing
0: airlines and uh and then we made a we made a thing where somebody like photoshopped a, like like a, a a plane and it said undertaker airlines on it and then it was like, we would like play the sound
1: like the, yeah, I, I made a thing. It was like, uh, this show is brought to you by undertaker airlines. Uh, and the undertaker, I, I yeah, I came up with a whole co- uh, tag for like undertaker airlines fly in comfort, rest in peace. And then you play an airline, a, a, an airline, a, uh, airplane taking off. Right. And in the very beginning, the gong from his old theme music, right. yeah I made production for it.
0: Yeah. Did I, did I do the, or does somebody else do the, uh, the, the picture?
1: I don't know who did the picture. Yeah, I don't. Re- I
0: don't remember. It. It's been so long. We used to, we used to have fun uh, on Pal Talk because, like, there would be factions, mm-hmm. like some, like there would be like different groups of people that hang out. And there was, uh, was uh, there, there were four of us, and we were, we were, we were the affectionately called the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Um. There were like people that would have, like a DX because this one guy would make like overlays, right? Yeah, he would make these overlays like these spinning mm-hmm. like logos. And uh, he would make like DX ones and NWO for people or whatever, and then we were the horsemen. Yeah, because there were four of us. That would come up from Pennsylvania. We were all
1: wrestling fans, and somehow we just started being called the Four Horsemen. Yeah, I don't think we called ourselves. No, the somebody. Horsemen. I, I I think somebody else gave us the name. We just kind of ran with it.
0: Yeah, and it was like, oh shit! Wait, you're calling us the fucking horsemen? <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. But but then like we started seeing a bunch of other like the one guy that was in our group. So it was it was the two of us. This dude Scott and this dude Mike, and um, Mike had these other friends, and I would see these other pictures. And this is later, Mike would be in a in a group with these like group pictures with these other people, mm-hmm. like his other friends, and he was doing it there. And I'm like, "Fucking traitor, you cheat! You can't, yeah, you're, you're cheating. cheating on us, dude. You can't, <laughs> you can't have multiple fucking girlfriends, <laughs> like you, you fucking. He's he's. Well, I guess if you're Polly, uh, he's Polly, he's. If, <laughs> poly wrestling i guess if you're if you're like
1: four people who are always around together and you're all in the wrestling yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty easy to go for the
0: the radicals oh yeah no you're gonna be the four horsemen. yeah and and so i don't know i just always thought that was but did they have a
1: manager like we did did they have a jj Oh, i was gonna get to that i was (laughs) gonna
0: get to that so so we have a picture yeah we we would take different pictures people like oh look the horsemen are coming you know it was just like it was kind of fun at that point yeah uh, and then we are out at a, uh, at, we're out at a fucking bar in New York city. And so the way we met is we were all fans of a radio show. And then there was another radio show that was, uh, a, 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 a associated with this really popular radio show, uh, Opie and Anthony. And then there was Ron and Fez, which, you know, we always thought it was the work rate. Yeah. Show yeah like where, if, where, if they were WWE, Ron afez was Ring of Honor right yeah, yeah. or NXT Black yeah. and Gold you know or so- New
1: Japan or something yeah right yeah it was like tape chairs, so I got Ron afez tapes
0: and and Ron Bennington is one of the funniest fucking guys yeah of all time like he, he if you know the show Bennington on XM it's it's his show uh he was a stand up comic he he owned a uh, he's he from, a stand
1: up comic again yeah and he's yeah. from
0: Delco uh he uh but but he had a club down in florida like all this shit i think he was responsible for larry the Cable guy like they were hanging out Uh, i think he said what at one point that 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 character was invented in his car right that's crazy so anyway uh ron was at the bar we were at like i remember i had to escort his his wife from somewhere yeah because the lady uh, girl somebody we lived with was like can you she was like jack can you you know take her make sure because i was yeah. like her bodyguard for a minute mm-hmm. and i was like yeah yeah sure no problem so anyway we, we we're outside uh at this event i don't know if that was the same event or not and uh it's the four of us and ron mm-hmm. and and uh ron doesn't really you know at that point he wasn't really smiling a whole lot in pictures and uh we're about to take the picture and i go ron we're throwing up the four and then <laughs> And we fucking throw out the fort, and Ron throws <laughs> up the floor with us. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great, dude. That's great. And it's funny because I remember talking to Fez, because I had the four horsemen t-shirt on. Yeah. That you got from it came with a DVD, yeah. Right, yeah. And I was wearing it the one day, and I was talking to Fez, and Fez is like, Where'd you get that shirt? And I told him, and uh <laughs> uh we were talking about our favorite horseman, and he I think he said like barry, barry window was yeah. his favorite i was like i wasn't the biggest barry window fit and he walked away from me <laughs> <laughs> he had some he had some mental issues he fucking walked away from me i love fez rest in peace another fez guy is, that was amazing yeah but anyway uh, fun fun times I,
1: I, I was gonna i wasn't even talking about ron i was talking about uh jay jumbo dylan we had their
0: manager oh yeah. oh that one i think you're yeah. talking about ron no no oh, oh, the, yeah jay jimbo he was yeah like, he was the fifth yeah we had this do jimbo that we would <laughs> that would hang out jimbo was the nicest fucking guy dude wasn't he always a sweetheart oh yeah Jim, jimbo's great i one of those guys i just never had a fucking crossword with no he was he was awesome it's hard it's listen for me yeah to not have a crossword, you must be a fucking ace and that dude was always jimbo was always a fucking sweetheart i always like that guy <laughs> one of my favorite story with him I don't know if you were there
1: that night. We were at a different bar. Uh-huh. And Jimbo, would he's like a, a bigger dude. He had a lot of tattoos. He had long hair, like a goatee. Looked like a biker. Looked like a biker. He'd always wear like a vest and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's standing, like people are outside smoking, and he's standing by the front door of the bar. <laughs> and,
0: oh, I do remember And this.
1: unsolicited, I was, unsolicited, I, I somebody that's not part of our group, yeah. is walking in the bar, assumes he's a bouncer, and hands him his, his ID. ID. <laughs> And he runs he with it. He had a he had a, like a he had like a fla- little like keychain flashlight. So he's looking at the ID like he's making sure it's real, <laughs> and he like nods at them and hands it hands it back and says, "Have a good night." This and fucking... we all held it
0: in, and then when they went in, we were dying. <laughs> Well, I don't think I was there for that, but <laughs> That's I think hilarious. maybe I
1: was. I don't. Which part was that? Uh, I think it was like the Irish Rogue. Were you ever at the Irish Rogue? I don't
0: think so. It was up, like more toward the Bronx, yeah, you know, I don't, the Upper I, West Side. No, I, I I don't think I was at that one. What was the one that I was at?
1: Uh you were at. Um... I think the one you're talking about was like Calico Jacks. Or... Calico Jacks
0: was definitely at, Yeah, I, I
1: forget the the bar was next to like not McFadden's
0: or wasn't McFadden's. No, I don't think so. I don't think it was. Yeah. May, maybe it was. I definitely I was definitely at Calico Jack because that was the one uh, with Flight uh, Jamie. Yeah, that was her. One of, one of the parties was hers. Yeah, where Scott and all they were doing the yeah they had like the um the security the shirts, security stuff, shirts. Yeah. yeah, there there was a, it was fun, dude. They they were really we used to have a lot of fun. This is. 2006. That was like 2006, 2007, 2007. Yeah, it was around time my my son was born. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, um, so let's we get that got that stuff out of the way. Uh, rest in peace, Fez. Rest Rest in peace, peace, Ring of Honor. Jimmy Raven. Rest in peace, Ring of Honor. That's what I was gonna get to. Yeah, yeah, Uh, maybe
1: they they're saying they're coming back in uh, in April. Who knows? But Ring of Honor, as we know it, is gone. Uh, they've done their final battle show. Everybody is being released from their contracts. A lot of them seem to be going to AEW. Uh, the briscoes Jay lethal probably jonathan gresham i don't have to do anything too
0: too too long on here do you have any like ring of honor memories or yeah like i that? mean just so uh, with mike uh traveling with mike and yeah going up to roh and edison um the inman sports
1: complex yeah uh
0: it's sweltering fucking 150 degree uh <laughs> the, murphy rec center the murphy sweat center yeah. uh, so so we we had talked before about I, don't, I think we, yeah, we talked about Argon Avenue and, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, growing up, you know, going to Toys R Us. I remember buying like a Hulk Hogan set. Like my friend wearing, Uh, I must have, I don't know, what am I, Five, six, seven. My friend's wearing a fucking Hulk Hogan t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And, and that's right by the Argon Diner. The Argon Diner is a wrestling hotspot. When wrestlers are in town, I'm talking WWF or WWE rather, at ECW, whoever. They usually, after they're done wrestling, go to the Argon Diner. Across the street from the Argon Diner is this uh, place called the Murphy Rec Center. And ROH was running there. And that was saw, like
1: their original home, yeah.
0: And we saw uh, AJ Styles wrestle there, came mm-hmm. out to Ric Flair's music.
1: Yeah, AJ Styles, CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, uh, man. So many like people that came through there. And I, I remember one of them. Uh, we were actually there. It was you, your ex. Uh, she was pregnant at the time with your oldest. <laughs> This is in New York. This is in this is at the Manhattan Center where yeah. they did the old Rawls. Oh, Kevin Steen? Yeah, that that's where exactly so, where it's going uh, Adam Pierce? No. Well, Ke- yeah, Adam Pierce wrestled. Yeah, Kevin Steen specifically is what I was gonna talk about a because uh, yeah, I think he was on that show too. I saw a lot of shows there. I saw shows without you there. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. excuse so, me. Because yeah, when well, you moved farther away and I would just pop the bus right in New York and go to the other Ring of Honor shows.
0: Yeah, because at the at the time, so we uh we had moved um yeah we we moved to uh from the Philly area up to Jersey and so we're like right outside New York City and uh yeah you were able to go to ROH shows but cuz cuz then I ended up moving up to New York only about a half hour north north of where you were so I was in at that point Rockland County which they would call they would call people this is how much of a egotistical bubble they fucking live in in new york city um they would call anything five minutes north they would call it upstate new york upstate yeah no for, forget actual upstate new york like three hours four hours away yeah they would call forget syracuse right forget forget that forget um niagara falls niagara falls slowly, slowly I, I turned, turned <laughs> step by step inch <laughs> by inch and in all the other words uh for, forget that forget but, what that uh, that place oh uh but for five minutes north of fucking the bronx yeah <laughs> so that it's like yeah, yonkers or is yonkers upstate. yeah yeah, yeah the, it's it's upstate because tarrytown which is like sleepy hollow north Sleepy hollow was north tarrytown then they renamed it like i guess in the 90s mm-hmm. but like it was a wake hollow now that that place is right near yonkers right and, and that's upstate New York. So it's it's so ridiculous. How they're like, oh, you're up in upstate. Like, no, no dipshit. But anyway, that's where I lived. Uh, I lived across there. I lived in a place called Tapan. Uh actually, uh, George Washington was stationed there in the, in the 1700s. Hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh I I realize this by the way. I've lived in and I was in a bunch of different places where Washington lived. When I uh, Philly, obviously. Uh, I believe Washington lived right near 2nd Street. Uh I lived on 2nd Street and right off of 2nd Street. Uh I lived in Japan. Washington mm-hmm. lived in Japan. I was up near uh Sesame Place. And the, the I believe the street that I was on, he had a place right near the street that I was on, or right on the scene. George Sesame, Washington. <laughs> right, yeah. George Big Bird Washington. George Hebert, Washington. I Ernie, mean. uh, <laughs> right? that was your Bert? yeah. I Ernie, mean. hebert hebert Uh, anyway, yeah, and, and then I'm like, wow, I was in all these different places that he was at. Like, I was in uh, obviously D.C. You know, was he in D.C.? Uh, um, possibly. He's from Virginia, right? Yeah, he's probably there. Yeah. Um, uh, where where else was I that he was at? Uh, Colonial Williamsburg, the United States of America. Yeah, I was there. He was there. I've so, always,
1: I've never not been there.
0: I have. You've left the country? Yeah, I've been to uh, Canada. Really? Yeah. As a oh, kid, cool. my grandpa was a truck driver, and and I used to just drive with yeah. him. I've never left the country. Yeah, I have. I'd like to. And then I was really, really close. About ten years ago, I went to Vermont. Oh yeah, yeah, like right over the border. Yeah, Champlain, whatever it's called. Champlain. Yeah. Anyway, all right.
1: Anyway, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, uh, so, wrestling. You know, the one thing I was bringing up was um, Ring of Honor. Was Kevin? What were you saying earlier? What was the word you were using earlier? But what's that? Frustration? No, that wasn't it. Displeasure. Displeasure. Yeah, <laughs> displeasure. <laughs> um, See, it's annoying, isn't it? Go ahead. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I, one time we were there. It was when Ring of Honor had first done a pay per view. It was they were doing like these taped pay per views that you could buy. We just have like all these matches. And we were up on the stage. That was where they did the GA in the Manhattan Center. Right. In the Grand Ballroom. Because the, the building is the Manhattan Center. They're always called the Manhattan Center on Raw. That building is called the Grand Ballroom. And then below it is the Hammerstein Ballroom. Okay. Which is where you did, like, ECW, One Night Stand. GCW's running there next month. So we're on, on the stage in the Grand Ballroom because they have bleachers up, or seats up there for GA. All right,
0: wait, 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 wait. So slow down. So slow down. So there are two main rooms. There's the Grand Ballroom. Yeah. And the Hammerstein the Hammerstein room. but the whole complex is called the Manhattan the Center the Manhattan Center so so WWF used to say we're at the Manhattan Center when in reality they were but they were only in one part which right. was
1: the grand ballroom the
0: grand ballroom which is a lot smaller than the Hammerstein ballroom why didn't they use that one they thought th- w- maybe they wanted they
1: th- like a small intimate setting and they probably were worried they could they couldn't pack it
0: oh uh, okay okay so go ahead so and we've we've been there we've been both of them yeah okay yeah and so we're
1: standing up because there's there's a promo going on in the ring, so everybody stands. And as we're standing, watching the person talking in the ring, I hear somebody say, "Excuse me," and like tap me on the shoulder, and I I, I step to the side. And it's Kevin Steen, yeah, because he has to go to the front of the stage to to cut a promo, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Kevin Owens uh, was like, "Yeah, excuse me." Excuse- and- I've heard like Cesaro people like we had a Cesaro story. Yeah, Claudio back then. People said he was like a dickhead, and I don't remember that. No, no, he was always like I. I I know
1: one person who. worked a lot with cesaro cesaro uh-huh. taught them how to wrestle right and they they have nothing but good things to say about cesaro yeah dude like i held the door for him like I was. Yeah. And what did he say now that's what i call service
0: yeah he's like now that's what i call service <laughs> right yeah we were laughing he was just fucking nice I think the eddie kingston thing is kind of
1: a half put on because no eddie kingston's been saying shit about him but i think it's a put on i think he's like trying to say like if he ever leaves i want to wrestle him
0: right yeah just c- kind of plant seeds because i know throughout
1: mox's book he has these jokes he would be like dad jokes kind of throughout right. john moxley's book right and it's like a joke claudio told me oh okay so that i think most people everybody respects the dude i think most people like him
0: yeah i don't know but anyway
1: uh, Yeah, ring of honor just fun times so many people came through there kenta kenta yeah remember seeing kenta wrestle there um in edison gosh it's funny uh well I know the show we went to in edison he wrestled somebody i've gotten to know a little bit not like we're friends or anything but he wrestled that night davy richards
0: that's you, yeah you have gotten to know davy yeah. richards a little bit which <laughs> is really cool yeah, davy richards is a very cool guy yeah we I, I i always liked uh i always liked uh his his team because I thought that they actually the American Wolves. Yeah, I thought that they got the uh, I always want to see. I, did, I, did I ever see the, the American Wolves versus the Havana Pipples?
1: Probably not. I don't think the Havana Pipples really. Re- uh, Dang, now that would have been cool. When Rocky was there, he, they may have wrestled the No Remorse Corps. Okay. And Rocky Romero was part of that. I think he teamed with Roddy a lot. And I forget who. else. Well, I think BJ Whitmer might have been in that group. But I think Roddy and Rocky were the main tag team. OK. And they probably wrestled before. Right. Uh, I see the American Wolves wrestle a bunch i remember some wrestle the Steen and generico
0: when when nxt was in its infancy i guess uh old nxt like like alexa bliss when she was with buddy murphy yeah. and uh blake was, yeah was his name wesley blake. wesley blake um somebody had talked about the american wolves and they were like bring them over and he goes we already have a team like that you know the american wolves though yeah and it, that's that that's my thought is like what do you mean you already have it? Why? because they have fucking Chris Benoit claw marks. Yeah,
1: and Buddy Murphy is a very good wrestler. Wesley Blake's not bad either. I'm not gonna. I want to show you. No, Wesley guy. Blake is fucking. But they, at that stage of their game, they weren't the American. They Wolves. weren't the American Wolves. Uh, it, it's funny though because that that ROH final battle was on Saturday. Yeah, I was at an indie show on Saturday. Yeah, and two former Ring of Honor champions at that show. Oh really? Davey Richards. Okay. And PCO was a Ring of Honor champion.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. PCO is a very, very, very interesting guy. He is. He is a very, very pleasant, pleasant guy. Yeah, that's he, cool. He seems I I, I watched a, a shoot interview with him about like um, when he was uh, wrestling Michaels and uh, and, and uh, Kevin Nash mm-hmm. and how like the click were just doing click things and how they were just being dickheads. And and he was like, yeah, I should have I should have uh, I should have done things better back then. But yeah. like but it was just like, fuck that, like. I I I take his side a hundred percent. Yeah, and the one thing we did talk
1: about is he's talking about like how great it was to wrestle Bret. Um,
0: Remember, he had the jacket. Yeah. Well, I was that was awesome, I was, I was bringing it up
1: to uh, to our buddy Tony, and so yeah, one match of his you, wanna, you, you probably want to check out. It's like from one of the early in your houses, and we, he was Jean Pierre Lafitte at the time, right? And he wrestled Bret Hart. It he didn't like, want to do that. He didn't. It's wanna, like, yeah, they feuded over a leather jacket.
0: Yeah, he didn't want to do that. Uh, the pirate gimmick. The pirate gimmick. Yeah, it wasn't I, great. It actually got me. I did. I liked it. Did you? yeah dude i fucking liked it a lot because he was wearing the eye patch he had the fucking yeah. beard and the longer hair and it, he looked so different from when he when he was dead uh, even though he mentioned like you may remember his period of the Quebec. I, 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 I just watched it and it could have been done a little bit better because he he starts screaming a little bit too much in yeah. place but it was like eerie i'll let him know next time i see him I'm like
1: look jack Jacksonwell said you scream too much you scream too much
0: that. yeah you, you could do it just tone it down a little bit i think that if you would have toned it down a little bit it, it could have been like but then again it's a pirate gimmick mm-hmm. and nobody will take it seriously i think maybe because he was wearing a big pirate you know what like i want to pitch to
1: the creative powers of be there yeah is uh maybe he can team with another pirate
0: oh 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 yeah oh. Yeah. yeah davy lawless oh that's 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 not oh i'd say header right yeah
1: yeah, no, that's not That how was, was going to be as good against your car. I think no, Davey no, Lawless I can't
0: see this is this is why I suck at trivia. Oh, because I'm thinking, who's the fucking look, we, look, if there's look, Katie, a category, B- Paul Birchall. Yeah, Paul Birchall. Yeah, that's
1: right. If there's a category in wrestling trivia, that's Andy Header trivia. I'm going to do all right, because Andy Hedder might be on my team. So <laughs> if I can't win <laughs> Andy Header trivia with Andy Hedder. I got problems. OK,
0: listen to me. Uh huh. We're we're going to do this thing. I'm going to be there because I have to. I have to represent if you want to be on our team, uh, show up. Uh, we we should get T sh- uh, uh cheese steak suplex uh, T shirts, uh for our team. Even if you're not on the show, you can still be on a cheese steak suplex team. all right that's it. It's it's the cheese steak suplex fucking team, right? You still going with that?
1: Yeah, I I mean we're gonna I, it's gonna I'm gonna be the podcast mega powers. We're gonna have tornado tag people there, cheesesteak suplex people there. The mega powers are coming together. Oh,
0: dude, you're gonna fucking.
1: Oh no, we're gonna have to be like tornado.
0: Cheesesteak or some shit, right? Well, they might
1: have limits on the team. So, like, I don't know who's all going to be on our team. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. See,
0: look, like, like I,
1: I think actually, I'll be on team Cheesesteak Suplex because I know you're going you're gonna to get in your feelings if I'm not.
0: Wow. Look at the way you just said that. No, no, no. I don't want you on my fucking team now. Huh. I'm Cheesesteak Suplex. You want to go against me now? I, I don't get go against you. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's Who gives a fucking it's shit? It's a fun time. Yeah, it, it's not fun. fun. No, it's not fun. Oh. It's not fun because this, this shows your allegiance. You want <laughs> Tornado Tag. I'm showing up. Fuck, Jesus, sake, suplex. I'm showing up as murder, my dude. If we're
1: passing the barbershop window on the way, I'm throwing you
0: through it. That's what I'm going to do. I dare you. <laughs> I fucking dare you. I've been waiting for this day. The barbershop's across the street. Uh, we been, have to cross the street to do I've it. been fucking waiting for this day. Let's go. I put plexiglass on that fucking <laughs> window. Put plexiglass on that window. All right. Anyway, uh, so so you're you're talking earlier uh, about uh ROH memories, like what are some of your ROH memories? And uh, I I wasn't there to experience things, but like I thought there was a really cool picture. I don't know if it's iconic, but there's a picture of Bobby Heenan and CM Punk.
1: Yeah, like he, he is he, fucking he, awesome. Punk is like kneeling or something. Yeah, like that, or...
0: yeah, he's kneeling and he's like holding Bobby's hand. Yeah, And it was like. Did he manage him for a night or something? Or? I know
1: they would do things with Heenan and Cornette. I don't know if he was his manager, if he was just there as like uh in Punk's corner, but yeah, he, they they did things with Heenan and Cornette. Like ROH tried to get in the after Rob Feinstein left the company, they tried to do get into like shoot interviews that were like Ring of Honor branded. And you they know did what? a bunch with Cornette and Heenan.
0: By the way, I am in my feelings now, and I'm officially not doing the fucking trivia thing, so <laughs> you got me? No, you got me in my feelings. Now I'm in my feelings, so. I I d- no, I don't need that. I don't need you. You, you fucking showing up and being like, "Oh, tornado tag," and then saying, "No, I'll do cheese six suplex." Just so I... you're not. Even... Fuck you. I don't need that now. <laughs> I'm not doing it.
1: That's
0: oh, it. Okay. I, I, I am officially out of the uh, of the trivia thing. So you have fun with your trivia. <laughs> All right, I will fake fucking trivia. Um, fake, fake wrestling. Fake. <laughs> Why are you doing things about fake stuff? Uh, by the way, I'm I'm starting a a, a fake cult. I'm going to have a t-shirt, right? Because I have Uh a a logo, and it's going to say, real leader of a fake cult. There you go. Do you like it? Yeah. If you don't like it, that's fine. I like it. Are you going to leave that one, too? Jesus fucking Christ, you're insecure. You want to talk about insecure? You want to talk (laughs) about the 10 minutes we had to cut out earlier? I didn't want to cut it out. You cut it out. Yeah, we cut it out. Because you didn't want to talk about yourself, I don't you want just to wa- talk about. I don't want to no, talk. You don't want to talk about yourself. You just want to put other people down. You're a goddamn bully. You're a feelings bully. That's what you do. So join me on Team che- Cheesesteak Suplex. No, nah, you're not. Whether you like nah, it or not, No, nah, you're on fucking.
1: I'm half the show. I could be Team Cheese I find I'll be Team Cheesesteak. You can be che- Team Suplex.
0: I'm, we'll right I'm not. I'm middle. not going. I'm not. I told you I'm out, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. I've been waiting too. I've been waiting for this fucking day. <laughs> I've been fucking waiting. I've been excited for this. From the time we left, I was fucking messaging them. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I can't wait. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be done. And you're like, in December. And you, well, you told me first. And then they told me December. And then you gave me a date. You're like, nah, it's going to be January 28th. And dude, I start fucking training. I, I got down to do a push up. I realized I have bad shoulders. So I had to roll over and get up. But, uh, you know, I got off the floor. And, and I, I was like, well, all right. So I'm not actually going to physically train for this. But I was like, I'm going to start fucking. Like, I start to think, I'm like, all right, what are they going to do? What kind of questions are they going to ask? So I tried to remember. Well, it's a different host, so. Right. And then, and then, so I don't. Like somebody know, else is coming up with the questions. I it's don't know what to different. expect. So I was like, I need to study every era of wrestling ever. Yeah. So I was I was looking at George Hackenschmidt. I was looking at fucking Vern Gagne. I was looking at uh, fucking Billy Sandow. I'm looking at everybody. All, all right. right. I was looking at fucking Mario Lopez. And then you're like, sure. what's he have to do with wrestling? Bayside High. He he yeah. wrestled for Bayside, and then Screech actually wrestled. Yeah. Now he's dead. so yes.
1: That might be on there. So I need you in my corner. I'm Bayside. not there. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm asking
0: I, you to join my I, team. I, I'm asking the mega powers to reunite. And I politely decline. Okay. Yep. So uh, if anybody wants me on their team, <laughs> <laughs> let me know. Uh, I quit cheesesteak suplex too. I quit the show and I quit murder, my dude. So there's spots open. Uh, I'm taking pedantic and I'm I'm going somewhere. And <laughs> going I'm st- solo. Yeah, and, and I'm and I'm starting. Good luck. That's hard. I could never do a show by myself. Oh, I could definitely do a show by myself. No fucking. So stay problem. tuned next week for pedantic for for the <laughs> starring new- Jackson Wells. Uh, and and uh, wait, who's that coming in? Is that Oxford? <laughs> yeah, there you Holy go. Holy shit! It's Oxford. Coming in with Smoke Wagon. I could do Smoke Wagon by myself. I could do all these shows by myself. Except for Murder My Dude. <laughs> I, I just want, want to do Murder My Dude by myself. I don't like Death. You know? Oh, I know. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. Anyway, alright. Uh so what what memories do you have of ROH that are like uh, uh just those fun
1: like going to the shows, seeing these people uh come up and then you see them go go on like, like that guy, like Danielson. Oh, that's that's right. Where, he's still a Ring of Honor guy to me. Punk is still a Ring of Honor guy. Yeah. No matter how much how famous they get, right. Main event WrestleManias, win World titles, biggest stars in the world. That's Ring where they of Honor up. guys.
0: That's where they cut their teeth. Yeah. Uh, and and that's do you think R O H kind of wore out its welcome? Do you think that it should have folded a long ago, or do you think that? It, I think here. Here's my my thought on it. I thought I think that ROH could have been the quintessential stud muffin, uh, like triple A thing, or or like the it's like the one you know, like how yeah. OVW, like, right?
1: Yeah, feeder league. Yeah,
0: it it could have right feeder. There, there you go. Because I didn't right. want to say minor league, but feeder league, sure. Right. It's the same. It's the same thing, but that could have been the one. Like, well, I mean, if, like where where'd you come from? Oh, he he's an ROH guy. Okay, so he's going to be fucking good. Mm-hmm. Because that they, they weren't really putting out duds, right? I mean, they did. I'm sure they had some. Yeah. But like I think that that's what it should have been. They vet their guys. It should have been like, "No, you only wrestle in ROH if you're fucking just you're good somewhere yeah. else. If you're in ROH, it's because you you really were grinding. And you got in there because of your work. Yeah, you earned your spot. Right. You earned it. And it became what PWG kind of is, but on a bigger scale. And I think that they could have done it. But then when they went to Sinclair or whatever, it is, who bought them? What, Sinclair bought the company. When they changed the logo. It just didn't feel like it had that. See, that, I, that same
1: feeling. I you go back even farther. It, 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 it never felt the same for me after they fired Gabe. Okay like adam pierce did an okay job the did an okay job it never like when they fired gabe was just different and then when like when they made jerry lynn the champion it was just different okay and i mean it it was still good it was still very good um but yeah sinclair buying it and then jim Cornette coming in and trying to make it 1980s wrestling again and and kind of stripping away some of the stuff that made roh roh right because roh was on the cutting edge and then you're like we want to do 1980s wrestling with peop- people, who- people who were born in the 80s. That was like Jim Jim Cornette's big thing, and it's like, no, nah, that's not what ROH is supposed to be, though. Yeah, like I, I get what you're doing. It- it's not going to work, and
0: and like, give, give, give somebody an example of what that means to Nick Mitchell. No, 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 I think was no, no, he, no Mike no, Mondo. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Go, give, give, give an example, a very like a brief example of what ROH was. Mm-hmm. And compare to what R like an elevator pitch of what ROH was, and then compare to what ROH should be in the in the in the view of of uh Jim Cornette. So what does he want it to be? Or what what was it? So if I can if I can give one, mm-hmm. it's it's a very like pure, not pure, but very like uh it's just this classy wrestling thing. They shake hands. Yeah. It's worth it. That was always an angle, too. But it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. It's still part of what they were right when you think of wrestling wrestlers shaking hands mm-hmm. before ring a match, of honor, you yeah. think ring of honor yeah that's just what you think absolutely so it doesn't matter if it's an angle or not or if it's just a gimmick it's it's a gimmick but it's their gimmick right you think shaking hands before a fucking match you think ring of honor yes um the like wiping your feet before you get in there it's like you respect Glad i think regal sure but but you respect the the ring you respect and it's it's just like, I don't know how to describe it other than it's what I see in my head when I want to build a promotion. Right, it was kind of an American
1: spin on traditional Japanese wrestling.
0: Uh, and mixed mixed with like that, maybe catch-as-catch-can. Yeah. You know, English, like British style. Uh,
1: no, I don't just mean like... like- Strong style, different styles. Yeah, they all, they always said flyer. No, but it, but I mean, like, like where Brad was there where like, I think
0: that it like just the presentation of right. a, of the respect. Yeah, um, part, and then and then so you have that, you have these guys coming in. It where it wasn't a lot of bullshit like CZW. There's there, you're mm-hmm. not seeing light tubes. You're not seeing bullshit like that. You're seeing straight up good matches. Now there's going to be some guys that are come in. there bruisers or whatever. But that's what made it fun, because if if every guy is doing a hardcore match, right? Hardcore is not special anymore. Yes, you know, agreed. You're getting a lot of work rate, and then every once in a while, you'll get like a brawl or something like that. Yeah, like our like like which even like in their heyday, they had like Necro
1: Butcher. They had, right. they, had, right. they had, they had, they had variety,
0: and so and that was a special attraction for that. Okay, so you have that now. Now maybe that paints a picture of what it was, and what people expected it to be. You have people that are do like you have a lot of technicians coming through, a lot of. You know, Matt wrestlers, mechanics, whatever. Uh, And then what does Jim Cornette want? Jim Cornette wanted to slow everything down, uh, simplify the
1: storytelling, and more strict babyface heel lines, more traditional wrestling storytelling. Uh, Not as many, like, guys who might be doing more athletic, flippy stuff or hardcore stuff. He he wanted guys like... FTR. FTR, yeah. Well, FTR would have been perfect for Ring of Honor.
0: James Gibson.
1: James Gibson wasn't in Jim around Jim well, Cornette, no. Dad. But that's what he wants that type, right? Yeah, but he was bringing guys like Mike Mondo, who was in the Spirit Squad. Okay, uh, Mike Bennett, I think, was around that time. Not that Mike Bennett's bad, right? Um, but yeah, he did push Kevin Steen pretty hard. But no, I mean, it was just it wasn't the same. It wasn't Ring of Honor. It was Ring of Honor mixed with like Mid South or, or or Smoky Mountain. But then. What really did Ring of Honor in was that uh the the Wednesday night war was they lost a lot of guys to NXT. They lost a lot of guys to AW. They could have been AEW if Sinclair would have opened up their purse strings a little bit and and like, we're gonna spend some money on this. They could have signed Cody, they could have made Cody and the Bucks and Kenny Omega VPs of the company. Uh maybe they didn't have Tony Khan's in to get a TV deal with TBS, but they're a TV company. They could have put them on something, they could have they could have done more with it. It was just never that big of a priority for Sinclair so it was kind of like what happened with WCW when you're the small piece of a bigger company that doesn't really care about you right it's not going to go well in, unless you're really really performing or unless you have somebody like Ted Turner who really really cares yeah and they didn't have that in Sinclair
0: no oh, jeez. yeah I, I, I don't know at, at, at what point that happens I don't know what if like what kind of how the timeline works with that in the in the uh the logo, but for me, when I look back, I'm like, ah, yeah, it changed when the the logo changed. But they, like you said, it, it probably was probably before that. It, the first big
1: thing was when they, I mean, the Feinstein thing. It, it was kind of still the same. If anything, they kind of tightened some stuff up because you didn't have as much like Special K and and things like that. They weren't bringing in like Abdul the Butcher and people like that as much anymore, just to pop a crowd, right? Um, but when they fired Gabe. Gabe was the guy that was really the creative vision for Ring of Honor. And it's not like it got bad overnight. Like Adam Pierce did a pretty good job. The lyrics did a pretty good job. They were the head bookers. Um, But it was never the same.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a a shame. It's a shame that 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 happened. And now it's like, where are they going to go from here? So you have Final Battle. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Titan shows up. Yeah. Which is Adam Scherr, formerly Braun Strowman. Uh, he's doing this whole control your narrative yeah. thing with uh, EC3 and now Killer Cross. Oh, wow. That's, I guess, like a faction. I guess so, yeah. Yeah.
1: That yeah. might be a faction outside of Ring of Honor, too. They might be trying to market themselves on a bigger level. I think that's exactly because what there, doing. There's a lot of speculation that, like, Ring of Honor is saying we'll be back in April, uh, but. Nobody knows that for sure.
0: And uh, if if you listen to previous episode, uh, a few episodes back, we we did like a fantasy booking of who you would put in your ring of honor if AEW bought them. bought it. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people coming through. Uh, Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, it, it, nothing's uh concrete that he's coming in, but,
1: it, I, but I I would does I wouldn't be surprised if he came in. Uh, and the. Fan- Burst- yeah, yeah. The Briscoe seem very likely to be headed to AEW. I think that's why they did the angle with FTR at the at the final battle.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's a really, really interesting time in wrestling. There's a yeah. lot of people out there. There's a lot of, a lot of cool people. I would love to see NWA work more with AEW. Uh Impact work. You know, I would like to see more like of this happening. ROH whether they stay a company or get bought I, I don't think that they should i think that the names can can mean something again yeah yeah i think i, I think that it needs to be bought and i think that it needs to be repackaged maybe come back with the old logo or something that's reminiscent of the old logo you know, that was done by uh zima ion <laughs> yeah um or,
1: uh, what's his name now joaquin wild
0: joaquin wild yeah uh but but I think that they c- you could bring it back, restore it to its old glory. You know, I think some- something could be done with it, man. Because yeah.
1: there was a time when Ring of Honor was just synonymous with great wrestling in America. If you're like, oh, what's the best wrestling in America, Ring of Honor? Like, for a
0: minute, it was NXT. Yeah, like, you because,
1: know, and, and look- NXT built that on the back of a lot of guys that came through Ring of Honor. Right, absolutely. So Tommaso Champion, Ring of Honor guy.
0: Yeah, see, I don't... I don't know if I was watching... Roderick Strong, Ring of Honor guy.
1: <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. I mean, I, but I... I Gargano, I don't think Gargano was there a lot. I don't even know if Gargano was there that much. Mm-hmm. To the point where there was a funny thing with that. Samoa Joe, Ring of Honor guy. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, definitely. Def- yeah. uh, the Ring of Honor guy. Like, the greatest Ring of Honor champion there ever was. Um, but, with all due respect to Danielson and Nigel. Because they were the big three. Um, but... There was a point in one of the early takeovers. I think it was the first takeover in Brooklyn. Or maybe it was even before that. One of the matches was Baron Corbin because he was still in NXT against Apollo Cruz. Okay. And Baron Corbin throws Apollo Cruz out of the ring and he goes, go back to Ring of Honor. And it was like, because that's where like, oh, this is where all these indie guys are getting signed are coming from. Apollo Cruz never wrestled in Ring of Honor. <laughs> he was a Dragon Gate USA guy. Like, after Sapolsky got fired, he started he, he started, uh, Dragon Gate USA. They always called it Dragon Gabe dragon
0: Cape, yeah yes
1: and uh so he came he was through there but he was never a ring of honor guy oh that's funny but because he was this indie guy you had a, like a buzz to him it was go back to ring of honor
0: what was the thing uh with Dolph ziggler oh and,
1: uh the old nxt when they had like uh when NXT was supposed to be like a reality show and yeah, like, people w- were competing
0: with the pros with your
1: pros Dolph ziggler was somebody's pro and two of the two of the uh ring of honor or two of the nxt like rookies one of them might have been Derek bateman actually ec3 they were wrestling and they shake hands and he goes hey this is a ring of honor or is it
0: and it's funny cuz uh Brian Danielson was one of the he was Derek Bates pro yeah uh,
1: well he was a rookie was, of the first season for the
0: first season of the miz well, uh, yeah he which was the miz's rookie which of, that that was a rim that Bro, was of course yeah. of course it was you don't need to explain yeah. that it's I, not a rim and then he's the uh he's the the
1: pro that was NXT season 4 yeah, that was, was fun
0: pro. i i uh, that
1: was the one that was won by uh Johnny Curtis dirty brodus clay was on that one right uh connor o'brien who was connor in the ascension brodus clay is one of those guys
0: that i thought that they dropped the ball with like i think percy watson was on that i always i never liked percy watson oh yeah i Uh, thought that was a good announcer i always thought that they should have done something along the lines of like a vader type character like like a new age Mm -hmm. vader with some kind of like mask type thing like some strap mask and the dude that just bulldozes people. He's a big, scary, six-foot-five fucking monster that just attacks people and just destroys people. You would think, yeah. And, and he doesn't need to be the champion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he doesn't even care about the belt. He's just this guy that just this big bruiser. You could have him against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and whoever. You know, he just destroys people. Like what Brock Lesnar does or what Vader did. Right, you know what I mean. Like Vader was Vader. Vader wasn't always the champion, mm-hmm. you know, but he was still Vader. He was still feared. Yeah, you know, Vader's sting matches were fucking insane. Who who if you're if you're you have your Brotus Clay as Vader. Let's just say that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Who's your sting in that in that case? Because um, I don't even remember who was around at that point.
1: At that point, uh, John Cena's like your sting. Like, okay, yeah. there you go.
0: If you're Brodus Clay, John Cena, you could, you could fucking make it like that. You could do something like that. Anyway.
1: It's kind of what they try to do with John Cena and Umaga. But Umaga and, was a lot better as a wrestler than Brodus Clay.
0: I never thought Brodus Clay was bad. though. Umaga was definitely better, uh,
1: but... but Brodus Clay was okay then. He is bad now. Really? Tyrus is not good from the little NWA I've seen.
0: I I've, I've, don't he watch is. it, so I have no idea. And I don't like him, so I try not to give him any attention at all. I just... I don't know. He just bothers. He just bothers me, and 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 I never, I never dug the characters. Like you didn't like the Funkosaurus. No, I hated it. That's that's what I'm saying. Like this dude could have been a monster, and then mm-hmm. they made him a they made him a joke, because Vince loves to do that. Vince yeah. doesn't understand. He wants to turn everybody into a joke, and then doesn't understand why why it doesn't go over. Well, they don't
1: know how to get over.
0: That's why it doesn't go over. Well, they they no they do. They do remember when Matt Cardona was getting over or Zach Ryder. Yeah, well,
1: that's that's even worse when you get over on your own.
0: Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. No, 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 no. You don't want to get over.
1: So wait, you want to get over? Or you don't want to get. You over? You want to get over if they want you to get over. But if you're not, if they don't want you to get over, well, you're kind of fucked because... anyway. Because then it's like, oh, they can't get over. <laughs> but then also, if you get over anyway, it doesn't work well. It doesn't work out for you. And you figure, and Matt Cardona was that happened to Matt Hardy. That happened to a million people.
0: 40, 40 some years in and he still doesn't get it. Uh uh speaking of Matt Hardy, um, he posted a picture with him and Jeff Hardy. And uh Matt was saying that so so you know the story with Jeff. Yeah. Jeff was sent home. Mm-hmm. Um according to them, I guess it's Jeff was just dealing with being tired. Yeah, like he said he, he was, wasn't under any sort of influence. No, he was exhausted and whatever, and he just like but but it's still a little fucking weird that you just roll out of the ring and being yeah, run you, out of the through the you, crowd. You yeah, You leave. Um, but apparently he was drug tested and I guess they're waiting on the results mm-hmm. and they're, what they're saying is, is yeah, the reason why he re, you know, rejected the offer for rehab is because he doesn't need rehab right? because right. he's not doing anything to go to rehab. Right. So why should he go to rehab? Now, if that's the case, I get it. If If you just have, a, if there's just exhaustion and you're just like, I can't even fucking stand anymore. And you want to leave? And then they're like, something's wrong with you. And you're like, no, dude, I'm fine. And you're like, no, we're going to send you to rehab. I would be like, fuck, no, fuck would you. Would you say no, no, no? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, though, because she died, I died. She did. My, my daughter did. did. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was going misfits.
1: I was going, Uh, just saying the things again three times. Right.
0: Um. Say my name, say my name. Oh, wait, that's twice. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so uh, I don't know w- with Jeff Hardy. I think uh, cause cause like Jim Cornette was saying, like AEW shouldn't sign him. Well, if if he has if there's no like if there's no drug yeah, problem, yeah,
1: then then you you definitely sign him because why the fuck wouldn't you? Like if if you have one Hardy boy, you want the other Hardy boy.
0: Cause Especially was, if it's Matt. This dude was Especially just if the one you
1: have is Matt. You want Jeff?
0: He was just hot on TV. Now yeah. the good thing, the good thing is if they do sign him in february they can sign killer cross yeah and they can have killer cross get his fucking win <laughs> which i'm hoping for and so so i read that 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 was supposed to be like a 10 minute match and then last minute they were like it's gonna be 90 seconds oh jeez! and they were like what what <laughs> like, it's gonna be this 10 minute match and i guess i don't know who's gonna who's gonna win but uh but then they they're like yeah Jeff's going over ninety seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, that's that's all I have. You have anything else about Ring of Honor?
1: No, I don't think so. I I pretty much like we said it was the it was the gold standard for in ring for a long time in the U.S. and not maybe not Japan, but yeah,
0: yeah. I hope I hope that uh, I hope that it comes back in some form, whether it's Sinclair still owning it or or it gets bought. Mm -hmm. by somebody else if not hell of a legacy like it out it out it lasted
1: longer than ecw lasted longer than wcw wasn't as big as wcw right um i mean it it didn't last longer than impact but impact will outlast
0: us all impact will never die the only thing that came close to having such an impact no pun intended Mm -hmm is AEW? yeah well like, a- c- 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 compared to wcw because wcw yeah. was only around for what 10 years uh as a wcw
1: lo- a little over 10 a little years,
0: over yeah. 10 years they're, about they're, 11 years right and they had obviously they were fucking huge yeah they were they
1: were winning for a few years there. yeah um, for two years they were the number one wrestling company in america
0: right now though AEW for only been around for a few years do you got cm punk out of retirement after seven years you got you got fucking uh, uh, Daniel, well, Brian Danielson over there. Mm-hmm. Young Bucks are there. You know, all those guys. Uh, you're bringing all these guys from WWE over NXT. Well, I know it's WWE's property, but man, they're, they are building something special.
1: It, se- it seems very fun.
0: It's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan with or without ROH. Uh, but I guess you could catch a lot of these guys now in in uh nxt or yeah or aew yeah and and and, and
1: it's 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 i think it, i'm trying to look back on like it fondly it's, because obviously i haven't been watching ring of honor regularly so it's not like i'm gonna miss it too much uh but it, things come and go uh things begin things and and every wrestling company will someday cease to exist right except for impact <laughs> somehow yeah they're like the cockroach that they are they're they're the cockroach of pro wrestling,
0: yeah in every fucking way
1: in every sense i can't i can't be i was i literally spent like five hours with the impact champion Saturday <laughs> I can't be too bitchy about impact, oh moose yeah
0: yeah which which belt it's it's just one belt now right yeah he had the uh he had the impact title with him what was the other belt that they had for a minute
1: they they brought back the tna title for a second he said that like he was a rifle champion so he had the tna title for a minute that's right who was the impact champ at the time uh for a little bit it was omega okay and they were kind of using it because kenny wasn't there all the time and then christian was a champion kind of same deal right and then josh alexander beat christian but moose had like the uh their version of money in the bank. And he cashed right in after Josh Alexander won the title. Oh, Okay. So he is their champion now.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: And he seems on a collision course with uh Cardona with uh, Jonah, who he wrestled on Saturday, uh, formerly Bronson Reed in an NXT, formerly Jonah rock. Uh, so yeah, I it, mean, it, impact for money for it. I haven't watched a lot. Impact isn't bad anymore. It's not a joke. Right. It's not embarrassing.
0: Right. It's cut yeah, it's coming back. The same thing could happen with ROH, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, somebody buys it, yeah. It needs to be bought, yeah. So, all right, well, that's all I have. Uh, you, are you good? Yeah, all right. So, uh, if you have any questions, comments, you have any suggestions, any topics, cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, and uh, until then, you...
1: you didn't really set it up right. I'm just gonna call it in right now. <laughs>